For being lied about, don't deal in lies. For being hated, don't give way to hating. And yet, don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools, if you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss, if you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone, and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but are none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth of distance run, Yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And, which is more, you'll be a man, my son. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back with another episode of We the People Radio. Sorry for the delay. Technical difficulties. Uh, nothing is ever easy. Uh, and it partly could be blamed because of our guest. No, I'm kidding. He's a great guy. Uh, he's heavily, heavily shadow banned and censored like we are. So he's he's used to this nonsense like we are. But technical difficulties in the back end. We're back. But uh, welcome to the show, my man Ian Went, the founder and CEO of Official Patriot Gear, uh, absolute big pen is stud. The guy is out there crushing it, crushing it life, crushing it in business, and cr- crushing it, helping to fight against this evil, tyrannical government that we're facing. Appreciate you coming on, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me, bro. But back up, back up, though. I don't, don't want to like you know underpromise and or overpromise and underdeliver. Average pen. <laughs> average penny. okay you're irish I, mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it the energy's big though i'll give you the energy's big yeah. it may be tiny but the energy's there <laughs> yeah no it's good to be here we, uh the last time we did this it was a lot of fun and you know obviously you and i kept in touch and no it's it's good to be here man i'm glad you guys had me on bro you're everywhere man Every like i was literally at my nephew's soccer game and there's a guy wearing uh, your green Patriots shirt just hanging out. It is I'm everywhere. Like, yo. I'm like, yo, yeah. I, that's my that's my boy. I know that guy. He's the fucking man. That's Ian. Yeah. <laughs> like I see your shit everywhere. It's so awesome uh, that your that that your your company, your brand has been able to reach literally all over the world. Like your Patriot Fridays that you're doing, mm-hmm. fucking dope, man. Like I see all the love and support that your your brand is getting, and it's it's not just your brand. It's it's a movement. It's yeah. it's what you're behind. So give us an update. Uh, what you got going on with official Patriot gear and what you've been up to? Jeez, man, I, where do I even start? I, so we, I mean, since last time, it's obviously much. It's been a minute. So yeah, tell us whatever. Go. I mean, we have. You know, we're. It's pretty cool. We're in like 49 countries now. Wow. Uh, we got we got a Patriot team in 49 countries. We have uh, every single state. Uh, we're a little over a thousand ambassadors nationwide now. 
Um, we have our storefront that we've had up now for about six months. Uh, and that's, that's awesome. It's, it's been really cool to see that because you know, what's interesting is I, I live in a small town and like the people that come to the store, they're not actually local. Like we have locals walk in every once in a while, but the majority of the people that come in and I'm talking about daily, they're coming from all over the country. I mean, we had really, yeah. Like today we had somebody from Texas yesterday. We had somebody from South Carolina. I mean, they come from all over the place and they're just like, they're passing through to go to Yellowstone or something. And they're just like, we got to stop at the Patriot gear store or they, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's been pretty cool. It's um, become a destination when people are in the area. They know because your brand has existed for so long and the movement that, you know, it has become that they, oh, we, we got to stop in the store. That's that's awesome. That it's that is it is a destination. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what I wanted. Um, well, it's actually funny because when we first did the storefront, like truth be told, man, I just needed an office and a place to set up my podcast. Uh <laughs> that's kind of but wife didn't want you using the basement. Kids were oh, oh I just can't. <laughs> I'm home, bro. I, I hear you dude. at home. I honestly, I'll never understand it. Like I need my, I need my freaking battle room. So like, you know, we got that set up and then, um, or, or I was getting that set up. And then my buddy who I actually went to college with was like, yo, I have this place on main street that just opened up and it's like a little bit more than what you're paying now for a hole in the wall. And I was like, all right. And he was like, yeah, it's, it's on main street. I was like, okay, well we might as well turn it into a store. <laughs> so we just, we remodeled Perfect. the place in the next couple months and then, yeah. Fast forward to now, here we are. And it's, you know, it's, it's cool, man. Like the, probably the coolest part you keep on saying movement. And I think I actually just had this conversation with, uh, with Ian Smith the other night. Oh, uh, Ian's another great dude. Yeah, dude. We were talking about how, and this, wrong, but <laughs> we don't give a, we don't give a fuck. Welcome. You're welcome here. Right, bro. Here's the thing. We were talking about how a lot of like the freedom movement, right. Uh -huh. Yeah. How in reality, it, you know, in a, in a, in a major way, it's a lot of this is not a movement at all. And the reason why is because in order for something to be a movement, people got to move facts. Like, facts. I mean, just simply put plain and simple. That's what, that's what I told him. I was like, dude, you can't consider something a movement if people aren't actually moving. And it's like so many people just want others to move for them. And they think that they're going to ride the wave that mm -hmm. comes as a, as an effect. And it's like, that's why we're losing, man. And, and I don't care what anybody says about winning. Like we're, we are definitely behind the curve right now because people are unwilling to actually move. And if you want to actually make a difference, you got to get up and move. You got to do something. You got to no, act, you know, no question. People kick the can down the curb. Like, uh, go ahead. Oh no, just that. That's I was just, that's I was going to, I was going to say people kick the can down the curb and they're just like, Oh, someone else to do it. I don't have time. Cause I have a family, uh, this, that, and the other. And, uh, Tucker Carlson actually just had someone on Victor Davis Harrelson on the other day. I don't know if you saw that interview. Yeah. It was fantastic. And he was talking about exactly that. He's like, he's like, listen, man, we're no longer in a position where we can just like move to a red state and like completely cut off culture and like mm -hmm. stop watching sports, stop no, watching, uh, being dated. Yeah, absolutely. Not not only they be invaded, but the federal government's not going to stop. Like those, they'll, they'll they'll take the blue states, and then eventually they'll creep in to the other states by the invasion because they're bringing in all these foreigners and they're rigging elections. And all of a sudden, these red states aren't going to be safe havens for for people like you and I to run away to. We have to draw a line in the sand at some point and and make a stand. Look what's yeah. happening in Texas. They have that that developer bought that land. What's it called? Country Ridge or something? And there's about seventy five thousand illegal aliens there room for 200,000 tents and trailers the cartels are operating there he's just selling little parcels of land and and you keep that up and you know texas is going to be fucked and they're doing this all over the country 
Well, no kidding. it's like the, you know, I said this from the very beginning, literally when I first started speaking up about stuff and like really kind of started to build this community, I, I said from the very beginning, this country, if we don't, and when I say we, this is what people don't seem to understand. When I say we, I am not talking about the right. I'm not talking about conservatives, Republicans, the left, whatever. Like I am talking about we as a people. Right. And this has been my message since the beginning. Like, dear James, you know this, man. Like it, it literally, we cannot hope to have a country if we cannot figure out how to come together. No question. With the values that this country was built on. And, and more than that, I said this from the beginning, what we're going to see is we are not going to see a country that is broken into red states and blue states. We're going to see a country that is broken into safe zones and danger zones. You're going to have states uh -huh. that you don't go to because it's a bloodbath or it's a freaking. It's already bloodbath. happening. No, it, it is. Cities you can't go to. Did you, did you and it, yeah. And it's like, it drives me nuts when everybody's like, well, the red states, it's like, bro, no, that's. That is not what we need. What we that's need. That's their plan is to move to the red states. Like that's what most people think. We need every, when I, when I say, I don't want people to take this the wrong way. When I say that no one's moving, I, I don't, I know some are, I know some are definitely making moves. I know some are standing up. I know some are making a difference, but the fact is the only way we turn this around is if everyone that's mm -hmm. on the side of good and the side of freedom and the side of, what this country was built on actually gets in the fight because it, and, and it's going to take everybody from the school teacher that doesn't have a social media following to the freaking business person that has mm -hmm. a social media following, but isn't where isn't willing to open their damn mouth because they're afraid of losing their business. Guess right. what, bro? You're going to lose your business. Anyway. Fact. Yes. Yeah. I've been saying that from the beginning, man. Like if you, at a certain point, uh, if you don't stand up, it doesn't matter. Like I, that's why I hate like anonymous people on the internet that have big accounts. I'm like, I'm like, you're a coward at this point. Like if you don't put your face and name behind what you believe, you're a coward because if you're scared, you're going to lose your job. You're scared. You're going to get doxxed or whatever you're, you're scared of at the end of the, at the end of the day, if we lose this, lose this battle, lose this war, your job, everything that you you're you're trying to hide from everybody will mean will mean fuck all. It won't be worth anything because they're, they're you're going to be in a gulag, you're going to be in a work camp, you're going to be working making the same wage as everybody else because of their their policies that they want to put in, and it won't matter anyway. So you have to you have to get involved one way or another. And there are you're right, there are tons of people getting like the 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 moms in schools, and I think there's a lot of things happening in this country. In this country right now that are forcing people's hands uh, with all of this uh, uh, sexuality being pushed on our children, um, you know, yep. all of these things, you know, I know you're a big proponent of the movie Sounds of Freedom. You're, you're, you're friends with Tim Ballard personally. Uh, you were very outspoken about it when all these conspiracy truthers were, were talking about it. Yeah. Huh? There's still attack. I mean, dude, truthers. Oh, it's, yeah, it's the truth. Yeah this yet i haven't said anything about this but i'm gonna I, this is where i'm gonna officially talk about it okay because please everyone has asked me what what's going on with tim what do you think about tim this that blah 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 because you know the allegation the sexual allegations have come out and the you know the church that he's part of like excommunicated him or whatever and there's all kinds of like there's all kinds of controversy supposedly it hasn't been like mm -hmm. a or whatever but there's all kinds of people coming at me like oh what are you gonna say now and it's like dude listen Here's where I'm at with Tim. Number one, I know Tim. I know his family. I know him well. I know who he is. However, is that to say that there's a chance that I, like so many of my other friends who I have found, like, dude, how many of my friends have gotten divorced that I never thought would get divorced because of mm -hmm. infidelity? Like, it, 
you just, there's no way that I can say, oh, there's no chance because there's a fact is there's a chance. There's a chance that he is human and that he gave into human urges mm -hmm. and freaking cheated on his wife. But does, do we know that? No, not at all. Does anyone know that? No. The only thing you're going off of is some stupid article that came out from vice and oh, you're of all people. And, and instead of waiting until he's found guilty, you're literally proving him guilty before he's been like, it's that's, that's like, typical of this country at this point. Ian, is it not like, that's what's going no. on everywhere in every case. It's you're, yeah. even on both sides of the aisle. It doesn't matter. As long as it fits your narrative, fits what you want to talk yeah. about. Uh, the, the outcome is already determined rather than innocent, uh, in, until proven guilty. And for that, for, for, and not for nothing, if he even if he did cheat on his wife, like, even if that is the case, does that discredit any of the work that he did? what i was just gonna say i was i was literally gonna say that like all these people that are up in arms about oh well i'm gonna i'm gonna stop supporting him because it's like bro are you kidding me right now like you're gonna stop supporting a man who saves who literally dedicates his life to saving children because, because he might have cheated on his wife on his wife like i mean dude i get it sure that that that's a crappy thing to do like i personally would never do that i would literally leave my wife before it happened that's just a fact like i right. will never yeah. get to that point i will just mm -hmm. leave I feel like I'm going to do that. And I've told her that to her, to her face. Like she knows that is one thing you can count on. Like I will leave you before I ever cheat on you. If I feel like that's where it's gotten, I will leave. But the fact is, does that discredit everything he's done? Absolutely nope. not, man. Not even close. This guy is doing more than all of these freaking people with their mouths open. Mm -hmm. And if you want to know where I stand, where I stand is I'm going to trust my friend and I'm going to believe that my friend is in the same situation that people like Julian Assange have been in in the past. Yeah. Until he's proven guilty. Because guess Trump what? is going through it. Same thing. Uh, yeah. Everyone. And it's always the same thing, too, which is so funny to me that all these people are jumping on it. It's like, bro, how many times has somebody who is actually doing something to fight against these evil agendas? All of a sudden, they get these crazy... Dude, Russell Brand just got the same thing. All we just right. talked about it. Allegations come down the pipe, and it's like, oh, we must believe it. And it's like, it's clockwork, man. Like, at this point, you all should be just saying, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. and, and, like, it means nothing. So but whenever somebody playbook. is making a move, whenever Dude. somebody is making a move, everyone else decides they have to find a reason to shit on that person and push this this narrative that they are a bad person and like you said discredit every all of the good that they've done no it's but you know what that's what makes i'll tell you right now man this is something that people don't want to face but the truth is that's what makes america able to be ruled and led by evil people because here's what they are so good at number one they know that we want a villain Number two, they are so damn good at finding the perfect villain to hide who the real villains are. And that's just a fact. Mm -hmm. and They've been doing it for centuries. 99.9% .9 of the time is our own damn government. It's our own leadership. It's the people that are in charge of America. And this is something that people need to understand. Like, you know, I say this and people are like, oh, we'll make you, you call yourself a patriot. It's like, bro, I don't call myself a patriot because I support the leadership of the country. I call myself patriot because i love this country and the people amen, amen. no 100 i could give a crap if all these people freaking ended up in a in a chipper like 
I, I mean, the reality, the ones that are involved in this stuff, obviously, not the others. But like, like Diane Feinstein, I can't stand everybody saying rest in peace to this evil bitch. Like, she's she's hated us. She should rot in hell. See you later, you dumb cunt. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, yo, like, I mean, this is what this is what I'm talking about, though. People just they want a villain and they get their villain and then they fall for it every uh-huh. single time. It's like, look at JFK, bro. You know, you, 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 you saw my deep dive on Northwoods, right? Dude, that's one of my favorite rabbit holes ever. Like it's one of my oh. favorite all time favorite rabbit holes that nobody I've, I've been talking about Northwoods since we started our show. It's one of the first things that I, I learned about when I've been going down these, you're, you're for some reason, when someone else is talking to you and you don't come through, do you hear him, Alan? No, I, I, I hear everything fine. Uh, that's weird. I didn't hear what you said. What'd you say? Oh, I just said that's literally the smoking gun, bro. No, no question. No, no question. People have no idea. Like people say that JFK, the reason why the CIA hate him is because the Bay of Pigs. They have no idea no. about what Northwoods is. They literally gave him a false flag operation in detail. He was like, you guys are fucking nuts. Huh? Seven of them. Yeah, it was seven different options to 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 to, to, to but it was the, the entire thing. What it was was a false flag operation, so so yep. they can eventually get into a war with Cuba, so they can stop. Like context is important. The reason why they were doing it is so they could stop Russia from building nuclear bases on Cuba. But at the same time, they shouldn't be trying to kill innocent Americans or stage some attack so they can get American support uh, to go into war. And it's the same thing that they're doing right now in the United States, and they have been doing. But the but the most important piece of that, and by the way, we're just not letting Alan talk at all. Sorry, bro. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I'm 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 taking most, it all in. I'm listening. Most important piece of that man is is what people forget. And it's not that it's not that the United States wanted to go to war to stop Russian Russia from putting freaking like dude, yes, that was a piece of it, but at the end of the day, all America wanted, all the 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 people at the top, other than JFK, including his entire cabinet and everyone else, what they actually wanted was they wanted to go to war, period. Yeah. The idea of endless wars, there's a reason for that, dude. Look mm-hmm. at Afghanistan. Like those wars fund these people. Yep. It's a money laundering scheme. The no the war scheme is a real thing. And so JFK was one of the first freaking presidents to say no like we don't need to go to war we're not going to war but they did they freaking killed him yeah that, well that and that was that's what caused yeah. the rift with the bay of pigs because he didn't trust the intelligence that he was getting uh and that's why another reason why he said he was going to splinter the cia into five thousand pieces why he wanted to go back to a goal but he knew their entire plan um and now look what they're doing to a, a past president who hasn't the the first president that hasn't started a a war in in decades they're going maybe you know it, it, i guess they can't just blow his brains out so they're going after him a different way but it, it's the same it's a character assassination while, it's the same type of thing just without while at the same the time out. they're 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 shoving world war 3 down our yeah. fucking throats any way they humanly possibly can it's not only that dude look what they're doing at rfk i, I oh, like no, I, kidding. It, Drives me nuts how nobody's paying attention. I mean, yeah, sure. The allegations and the freaking indictments and stuff with Trump, like, I get it, man. But you know what? The thing that people should be paying attention to right now in a massive way that nobody is because they're all distracted by one party and one this and one that. Bro, RFK is literally being denied security. Mm-hmm. The president of the United States, not not like anyone else, the actual president of the United States is denying that his potential competition, and by the way, family of somebody who has been assassinated, is denied. Two, two people that have been assassinated, his uncle and his father. He's being denied security, bro. And there's been multiple attempts on his yeah. life. He's talked about it. 
Yep. And it's like, dude, I don't care who you're voting for. I don't care who, you, what party you stand at. You should, everyone should have their eyes on that because it's like, uh, <laughs> wait, right. what? Well, I, 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 quite frankly, there's a lot of things that I love that, that RFK is, is saying, especially when it comes to the vaccine and the jab and, and all of that. And there's a lot of things that I totally disagree, but he's it, a it, fucking it, commie. I, I, he I may can't be. fucking stand him. Fuck but at him. the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there shouldn't, there, there sh- he should be given security knowing his family's history. And at the end of the day, he poses a major, major threat to anybody running uh, uh, in the Democratic Party, uh, because he's taking because the, the the Democratic Party has gotten so far left, the moderates and the the people that are in the middle, they're yeah. leaning towards people like RFK because of that. Um, well, and look, I think there's some. I think it's important that there's context for for those of the people that don't know me. Like, I don't consider myself a conservative. I don't consider myself a Republican, Democrat, liberal, whatever. Mm-hmm. I consider myself much more of like a freaking independent constitution. Like, my thing is just freedom, man. Yep. My thing is, and it's not, it's not even, I'm not even, uh, I don't even consider myself a libertarian because I don't subscribe to just live and let live. Like you have to actually do something about, about the problems you have to actually, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's like, my thing is freedom, man. It's like, if I, if I want you to, you know, respect my freedom of carrying a gun where I want to, mm-hmm. I better be willing to accept the freedom that you want to freaking you know, be a giraffe on Wednesday or marry a man, like (laughs) whatever the, I mean, as long as you're not shoving it down kids throats, as long as you're not, as long as you're not overstepping that boundary, I don't give a crap what you do. Freedom. That's what makes this country great is that you don't get stoned for being gay. Like, let's just be real. Right. That's the reality. And, and so, you know, I always say people's freedom doesn't stop where my religion begins. People's freedom doesn't Mm -hmm. stop. My faith begins. That's just Mm -hmm. the reality not hurting anybody that's freedom so that's what, that's what the definition of freedom is and people yeah. forget that but but and and so the reason i say that is because i don't want people to think like i'm not hey i'm not backing or supporting anybody i'm just i am i am trying to look at the full picture okay i'm with you because i think we have gotten to a place where we as a people focus too much on certain individuals because those are the individuals that they want us to focus on right right those are the people that they want us to have on our minds 24 seven. And it's like, I, why? I mean, like why, right? You have to ask yourself. There's usually a reason behind it. Yeah. And then you look at people and and again, I'm going to bring them up again, but it's like, you look at, you look at potential presidential candidates that are being denied security, Mm -hmm. which is massive red flag. It's never happened in the history of this country, but no one's talking about it. Mm -hmm. Why? I'm not supporting the guy. I'm not saying I would vote for him, but I am saying, I damn well am going to be looking at something like that because that just proves to me even more that the current administration is not only in bed with our enemies, but they're actively trying to get the opposition murdered. Yeah. Let him, let him get killed. Let Donald Trump go to prison. You know, that's what they want all because you know, and unfortunately politics, yeah, it comes into play where, because the Democrats, the progressive liberals, they know their policies suck and they, they can't run on them. So they have to seek and destroy out, their opponents one way or another lawfare whatever it might be lies deception you know whatever it is murder you know uh trumped up charges because they can't run on their own merit mm-hmm. and yeah it's bull going back to to your point really quick about they want us to focus on certain people they want us to worship false idols like members of congress or mm-hmm. or a certain politician like a firebrand 
And then they want to use the mainstream media and political figures to have people like us who maybe not are not going to align politically at our at each other's throats as just another big distraction. Because the more they can divide us as a people, they win. They they get enriched and they control. They have to have us fighting. And they're very good at it. No, they're 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 best at it because they have so much experience. I'll I'll say this. This is, you know, this might be kind of a. You, you might remember I said this before, uh, James, but it, the truth is like we are in a battle of good and evil, right? That's the reality. No question. We no are. Question. question of evil has never been more prevalent, I don't think, than now. And the fact is the evil is evil. Like you, that's, that's where, you know, kids are being molested and under the guise of an LGBTQ agenda. Well, that's where sexualized. Yeah, that's where kids are being sexualized. That it's all the things that are just evil. It's not it's there's no question and there's no blurry mm-hmm. lines. It's just black and white evil. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, you stomp it out and you go the opposite direction, right? But here's what people don't seem to understand. And and this is it's because there's an agenda to make sure we don't understand this. And that is the good, right? If you consider the group of good that's fighting against the evil, in that good, guys, it's everyone. It is Republican, it is Democrat, it is Christian, it is non-Christian, it is gay, it is straight, Mm -hmm. this, it is that. It is everyone who just doesn't subscribe to evil. And the only thing separating that group of people is awareness of who the actual evil is and what the real agenda is. Mm -hmm. And that's what stops us from being able to make any actual leeway or any actual progressive because we're so focused on fighting each other, which is what they want. We're so fo- good is so focused on fighting each other based on difference that we don't realize if we all just became aware of what the actual evil is, we'd be able to say, Oh, you're not my enemy. That's my enemy. Let's come together and let's fight. And that's, that's the point of like, you know, that that's the point of even like my whole message that I've been trying to share for the last couple of years. That's the message of our brand. That's it's, it's everything because dude, I, I used to think, I used to think that the evil agenda, whatever you want to call that, was literally like evil. Like it's 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 causing people to do things like murder, right? Or rape, mm-hmm. whatever. And I think those things are evil and I think that's part of it. But I think the actual evil agenda that has been concocted and has been in place since the very beginning is very literally, time. it's not only to strip human mankind of free agency, but it's to actually compel human mankind to want to not be free in other words entitlement apathy tell me what to do and i'll do it and, mm-hmm. and the curious thing about that is if you look at society now it's the same thing right i always say expediency is the root of all evil getting something so fast without thinking about the consequences or what it takes to get it dude i i, I so i like you i've been in sales for most of my adult life and one of my biggest things is con- convenience is the number one seller convenience. If you can sell somebody on convenience, you're going to, you're going to get the sale every single time because people will do anything to save a couple seconds uh, to shave off a little bit of time of whatever they're doing to make it a little easier on themselves. Yep. Uh, and they'll literally just completely forget uh, you know, their morals or anything in certain cases when it, when it comes to certain convenient things. And we see it every single day throughout society where people are just like, ah, you know what? 
I don't want to get involved. It's too much. It's, it's, it's a, it's a little inconvenient. I have, a, I have kids, this, that, and the other, like, where am I going to find the time? It's, it, you know, every single thing comes down to convenience. You know, it's a, a, a great point. And I think you're a hundred percent right because what we're seeing right now is society almost, uh, it's like the crabs in the bucket analogy. You know what I'm saying? It's like certain people are trying to get out of this evil society that they're pushing down on us. And there's certain people that just refuse to let go or see what's going on. And they're pulling us, pulling everybody else back down around them. Dude, I would even go further than that. I would even say, I would even say there's in, in the whole crab and buckets analogy. I would say there's a bunch of crabs that aren't in the bucket that are trying to tell the crabs that they're in the bucket. Yeah. yeah. And, and even pull, pull out other crabs. Yeah. I, I'm out of the bucket, bro. Yeah, I don't see I'm freaking out of that bucket. I am not in the same bucket. I am trying to tell people that they're sitting in the bucket mm-hmm. and y'all need to start working together so you can climb on top of each other and get out of that bucket. Or like the frog in boiling water. Like, yo, dude, that shit's <laughs> boiling. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like we're seeing it from a mile away and it's like, it's so frustrating sometimes, but the most frustrating thing is that people can't see the main problem that's right in front of their freaking face, which is you guys need to understand, man, this country was built on compromise and unity. It was built on a bunch of dudes who you think were like teammates, but the fact is they literally dueled and tried to kill each other. The founding mm-hmm. father. That's oh, yeah. They literally didn't agree on hardly anything. Most of them were, were separated into three different freaking factions. Oh yeah. And, but what they did was they came together and they said, you know what? I hate that you think this and I hate that you think that. And we don't agree on a whole lot, but what we do agree on is we don't want to be ruled. We want to be free and we want to mm-hmm. build it. And that stands for that. And the only way it's going to happen is if we can figure out how to come together and, and stop worrying about our differences and stop worshiping these freaking monarchs and yep. these people that have no desire to actually help us or serve us. They just want to serve themselves and take from us. And guess what, guys? That's where we are right now. No kidding. No, no fucking kidding. And, and, and I, I really think that they, these evil fucks are so good at like, I used to get very frustrated at those people who can't see what's going on. Like it's so blatantly obvious at this point. And you're like, how the fuck do you not like get this? Like it's I'm, like, I'm here's everything that you need. How do you not see it? But I've, I've come to the understanding that these people are literally brainwashed. Like they've literally been brainwashed from the time that they were born uh, till, till current day through uh, TV, social engineering, all these programs that they've been shoving down our throats since literally the moment we come out of our mother's vaginas. Uh, they're programming us. Um, and I used to get frustrated, but now I, 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 I don't get as frustrated. I, I feel, I feel genuinely bad and I feel blessed more, more than anything. I feel very, very blessed that God gave me the, the, the vision to be able to see through this bullshit, to, to be able to put me in a position where I can try to help others see through this bullshit rather than being frustrated uh, that they don't see it. Cause it used to be very, very, like I used to get infuriated, like how the fuck do you not see it? But I've realized that they have so much, uh, money and resources in 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 this social engineering and MK Ultra that that, that never disappeared. Uh, they just, I think, broadened it. Huh? I was just gonna say, Monarch never stopped. MK yeah, it, it's still. This and I I think they've made it a bigger a bigger program and used it not just on individuals but society as a whole. Uh, and and they've used those techniques against the entire the entire civilization. And there's certain people that. Uh, were able to see through it or it didn't affect them. And there's a lot of people that 
are stuck in this brainwashing, this loop that they cannot see it. And, you know, they're smart people. It's not like we're talking to people that I, I, I would consider idiots. Uh, some of these people are, you know, I think are even, you know, smarter than me in many cases, which isn't very hard, but. That's <laughs> no, the typical everybody's smarter than you, but. <laughs> but you know sometimes in just a flame him all, all the time all the time is my thing you know i'm kind of retarded what what is society done you know the whole the whole covid scamdemic what it what opens my eyes with that is people's unwillingness to live in any sort of inconvenience okay like with what they were doing with the public schools. Like I had pulled my kid out when they were doing the whole face diaper thing. And she went into a homeschool co-op and I, we lived in the inconvenience, you know, and people that are, well, I have my job and I have my mortgage and I have my tennis lessons and I don't want to be inconvenienced. I have my, my free public babysitter, the public schools, and I'm not going to pay attention to what my kids are doing. And the whole just, what they're trying, what, not, what they're successfully doing to the modern day man is just emasculating them all. Uh, it, it, go ahead. It's, it's, it's fucked up. Dude, you hit, you hit it on the head. I, you know, there's, I, I mean, if you followed me for any amount of time, you know, that something I've been getting really loud about lately yeah. is, is like, I started TRT. I started TRT about two years ago. And I never thought in a million years that that would be something that I would be like talking about and actively trying to get people to realize how good it is and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I was always told it was bad. I was always told that it was going to hurt me. I was always told that it was going to affect my genetics. I was always told that it would stop me from having kids. I was told all these different things. And then all of a sudden I said, you know what? I'm sick and tired of being tired. I'm tired of being freaking 34 years old and feeling like I don't want to go play with my kid in the, in the backyard or, or not having a sex drive or not going to the gym as much as I do and actually seeing the results that I feel like I should. And, and I just always felt like I was swimming upstream and I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out because what the hell do I have to lose? Either I stay this way or I figure something out. Right. So I did. And dude, it's a life changer. And what I've realized through the whole, the whole journey is with something like that, there are so many things out there that they don't want us to know about because it literally changes everything. Uh There's a study. Um, I can't remember where it was or what it was. I'll have to find it and show you guys. But there was actually a study that said that they found that if you injected t- uh, testosterone into men who had low testosterone, they actually turn conservative. Yeah, liberal men that have low testosterone. They, they, I've seen that. I've seen that. And dude, it makes sense because what it does is it makes you feel like a man it makes you feel like you should T- like trt and things like that it's not meant to put you as to make you like a superman or make you a bodybuilder or whatever it's literally it, it is getting your body and your mind and your spirit and you just um, as a man or women to be where you should be right and and what i was going to say was the the attack on that which is very real by the way you know everybody very, wants to make fun of alex jones and his freaking frogs in the water and all that stuff well guess what Alex Jones was right. And I it's don't like, like him putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Exactly. He's a little over the top, right? But guess what? In, he's in, dead on right. He's right. In the end of the day, he's right on track with what they're talking about. And I think he talked about it on the Joe Rogan podcast too. And it's like, mm-hmm. look, here's the situation. There's a active attack, and there has been for years, on the, uh, the desire – like I said before, free agency, right? But it's more than that. It's the desire to actually be um, like aggressive, to be rebellious, to, to be, be a man, dude. Man, yeah. And like, it's like, like 
and it's not that people, so, so going back to what you said, where it's like, oh, I think people just can't see it, dude. It's not that people can't see it. It's that they don't want to. Right. And, and they don't have, they don't have what it takes to have that desire that says I'm a man. Like, like, dude, you know what? It's so funny because we talk about, uh, every once in a while uh, I'll get in a conversation with somebody about our, about our brand, right? I'm not plugging this by the way. This is just, it's the no, truth. Pl- plug, plug, away. plug away, dude. We love what you're doing, man. Our brand from the outside. Like if you, if you walk up to a booth, for example, at like a store uh, at a fair or something, you would think that it's like, like guys clothes. You would think that, cause it's all unisex, right? You would mm-hmm. think that it's like a store for freaking military brats or, or whatever. And it's like, we always get this question where it's like, you know, how do you, do you, do you only serve, do you only like sell the military or whatever? And it's like, bro, our demographic, this is what blows people's mind. Our demographic, our buyer demographic is 73% women. Dude, my listening, when I look at that, my listening analytics, it's mostly women. My following is mostly women. Exactly. And you know why? Because the mama bears of the world are actually standing up. They're mm-hmm. actually doing what it takes to get loud and make a difference. And they're saying, this is ridiculous. This isn't how things should be. And they're the Patriot mamas out there. Shout out to all you guys, like all you gals there, you guys are actually doing it. Like you're actually the ones that are standing up and you want to know the truth. And this is going to hurt some guys feelings, but guess what? The dudes are being a bunch of pussies, bunch of vaginas, vagina. Yeah, man. And it's like, if you want to talk about who's actually made the difference in the last couple of years, as far as the freedom movement goes, it's the women, dude, it's the Mm -hmm. mamas out there. And, and the well, I don't want to, I don't want to lose my job or this again. It's like, dude, you're going to lose your job. And and what are you going to say? You know, the reason why I started getting loud in the first place, I became a father, man. And I was like, you know what, what am I going to tell my kid when he's freaking 20 years old and looks back at how the world is, whatever's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. If I didn't actually speak up or if, if I just stayed silent like everyone else, or if I bowed down and wore the mask everywhere I went or, what, or whatever, like I'm going to be able to look him in the face and say, dude, I literally didn't take that flight that I got kicked off of. I drove six mm-hmm. hours. I it sacrificed was, everything. Same yeah, thing. yeah. I left my job. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I started an entire business that, that was based on everything that was going against the narrative for two yep. plus years and the hardest time that it is to start a business. And it's like, I, he's going to look at me and say, I, I hope that he's going to look at me and say, like, that's my dad. Like that's, he's proud that. to call you his dad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so many men don't have that right now. And I'll tell you this, like it's, it's not always their fault. There's an agenda, a, a coordinated effort. I look, I, I Something that I've been very big on uh, for a long time because I, I wrestled and I've, I've, I was a professional fighter for many years is, is diet, uh, but they're really shoving this processed food down our throats. And if you look at any anything that's not just straight from, from the ranch or straight from the farm, it's got all of these chemicals, which are mostly filled with estrogen and soy, and it's directly designed to make men effeminate like it's 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 it destroys our hormonal system it absolutely wreck wrecks and wreaks havoc on it and people have no idea and again it goes back to convenience oh i'll go to mickey d's real quick and grab a quick burger that's fried in in canola oil uh and it's it's wreaking so much havoc on our bodies and i'm so glad that you brought this up because um it's a big issue that that i i deal with as well uh because you know, like I said, I, I wrestled, I fought for many years. I trained with some of the best fighters in the UFC, got my ass kicked every single day. Right. Uh, but then I got into a car accident and I was sedentary for a couple of years. I couldn't really do much. And I, and when I was able to start working out again and getting back in the gym, 
um, I call it like that, that animalistic feeling that, that urge. And, uh, it wasn't there, dude. It fucking wasn't there. And it was driving me nuts. Like I was like, yo, like I used to be a fucking savage, like in my brain, like I just, this, this feeling, I can't explain it. It would just like course through my veins and I cannot explain it to anybody else, but it wasn't there. And occasionally it would show up. I'd be like, holy shit. Like that felt great. Like, it's the natural instinct of a man. Yes. Right? Men have always been the protectors, the providers, mm-hmm. like the fighters, the mm-hmm. like, we warriors. We've been warriors for as long as time and, has existed. Yeah. And the easiest way to describe for anybody that's that I, I guarantee, I mean, I doubt you have anybody that's listening that doesn't believe this stuff, but if you did, if you had anybody that was listening right now, that's like, oh, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Just think about it this way, man. If you wanted to load a bunch of people on train cars, who would you weed out first? You'd weed out the ones that are going to try and jump out of line and take the the strong alpha men. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to take them out as fast and as quickly as, as, and as, and as, uh, as like covertly as possible, not, not, not to alarm the other alpha males. Like going to be right. And then, and then all the ones that figure it out, right. What are you going to do? You're going to make everybody turn against them before they help them out. And, and the fact is, that's what's happening, man. And what people don't understand too, is it's like, it's not even just your food, bro. I mean, like literally if, if people knew how many, how much of the food that we consume in the United States is actually banned in other countries. Let me put it this way. My wife and I went to France. We were there for like 20 days. I think we did, or 15 days or something like that. We spent a bunch of time in Paris and then we toured Normandy. Um, and the whole time I was there guys, like we ate, pastries and bread and meats and like things that you would assume and expect to just make you absolutely massive. Like and you just, lost weight. Oh dude, I lost like eight pounds Yeah, and I felt better than I ever have because you're eating it's bread that, because you're eating bread that was, that was made that morning. Cause they don't have preservatives. Mm-hmm. Bread is not meant to sit on a shelf for 10 days. Be okay. No. And, and then you look at like, yeah, even just not the even if you don't just consider the food, dude. Look at the water, right? And then people mm-hmm. are like, "Well, can get a water filter." Sure, you can, but like the water you shower with is is literally affecting your everything. skin's your largest organ. It absorbs yeah. all of that. So it's like get filters, man. Like we got a shower filter, we got a freaking water. I mean, I, we you can't do everything though, right? And that's where that's where like there's just nothing you do. Like it's I mean, there, it's everywhere. It's and everywhere, it, and it's it's a co- coordinated attack, and it's like. The only it's overwhelming thing, too. It is. It's very overwhelming. But even that, even you know, for people like you and I, I'm sure. Like I I know I know all this stuff, and I'm like, how the fuck am I like? It's 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 almost and, and you beat yourself up sometimes because sometimes you're 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 in a jam and you gotta you gotta break one of your rules whether it's like grab a quick bite because you're starving oh, you gotta feed the like they're going uh, out of style and those cookies aren't good for me Are you kidding me yeah absolutely but I know <laughs> but like but like like I'm on the road and like even when, even when I'm on the road like I tr- I've been yeah. very good about cutting out fast food out of my diet like that's something that I'm very conscious I cut out soda out of my diet like these are things that I try to be very conscious of. Uh, and when I do get fast food, I try to get like just the patty and, and a little bacon maybe. Uh, but I, I don't get any of the fries if I, but that's if I'm in a, in a jam, but you know, when you do that, sometimes you're like, you beat yourself up just subconsciously. You're like, ah, shit. Like I shouldn't have done that. And a lot of people have a hard time and that that's, it, it's with anything, you know, they, they start, uh, they try to build a habit and they break that habit. And all of a sudden they go back to their old ways. It happens to so many, so many people. Uh, yeah. you can't beat yourself up over these things. You just got to stick to your, your path. Yeah. Well, and I mean, 
Again, I feel bad. We're just Alan's just chilling, bro. But I, uh, I gotta say, I'm trying to keep the cigar lit. Somebody gave me a cigar to try, you know, for, <laughs> and and I feel bad because not that I'm biased because I own my own cigar company, but it's very difficult to fucking smoke. It keeps going out on me. It is literally a shit cigar, and I'm very, hey, very you smoke cigars again. I want you, no, I don't. I don't. I don't smoke or anything. And and honestly, like it is part of because my religion. But at the same time, it's also just it's kind of a, it's more of a personal decision. Like I've, I've never, I've, I've literally never done drugs in my life just because uh, my family has a lot of history of that. Um, my mom is actually paranoid schizophrenic because of drug abuse. And so mm-hmm. there's all there, you know, there's mm-hmm. just all things that kind of steered me away from it. But, oh, yeah. um, but I mean, I, I also don't judge anybody that does. It's not, you know, it's a personal decision. Same thing. Like I said, well, I know like, I was just going to say he's, the cigars are unbelievable. If you I would like to, them. I would like to see if I can infuse testosterone in, in, uh, in, in my cigars. <laughs> Maybe I can get more men to drink uh, them. Yeah. Uh, no, a, lot, a lot of women buy them too. I look on, I look at the orders and like, I'd say almost a little, I think over 30%. If I, if, if I'm yeah thinking about it, right. Are, that buy cigars are women and I, they'll put messages in there. I know I'm a woman ordering cigars. They're not for my husband. They're actually for me. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. That's I hope cool. they tell you to get fucked that's cool. too. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, I, I, you know, I was going to say something that, that uh, I just had a thought. Like you were talking about before how you were a wrestler and how you felt like you just had this like carnal instinct and then it kind of started to go away and everything. You know what's really interesting is I, and I think everybody, I think almost everybody who has like been kind of part of this whole, I don't know what you want to call it, culture revolution, whatever the the people that decided to stand up and get loud and, and, and start spreading truth. Or I hate calling us truthers because it drives me absolutely I nuts. Agree. I can't stand it because half the truthers out there are freaking bot accounts or they're fucking just, idiots. And I want to talk about these fucking idiots in a second with this. Get to that in a minute. Yeah. You know exactly what I, <laughs> Oh, bro, bro. But before we, but before we get to that, no, please, please continue. Before we get to that, I want to, I want to, like mention this most of those people that have decided to get loud and like make a difference and and kind of say no right and and not bow down or whatever i find that most of us were the same type of people in school right we were the rebellious kids i mean dude i spent almost every single day of my of my school career whether it was middle i invented in school suspension for my elementary school that's fucking hilarious never had that that's fucking hilarious in fifth grade I was literally the first person that ever had to sit like they didn't have it. They were like, what we called it. We called it ice. Yeah. Yeah. ISS. So they made me sit. They made me sit in a chair next to the principal's desk all day long, take my homework there and then take my lunch in the principal's office. And that was the first time they ever had in school suspension. And then from there, and I'm not saying this to boast or whatever, but it's just the truth, man. Like ever since then, my middle school, all throughout high school, I I did better in like junior and senior because I started getting a little bit more, you know, wiser about everything, but still like, no, I fucked I, off in school. But bro, I was I spent most of my time in a detention room and I pissed off every single one of my teachers aside from like a few of them because they weren't a bunch of like cucks. Yeah. And 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 I look at that and I'm like a lot of these people, a lot of us have that same thing in common, right? And what were we told as kids? We were told we're never going to amount to anything. We're not going oh. anywhere. <laughs> We're rebellious. Our rebellious yep. attitude is going to get us into trouble. Blah, 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 blah. You're going to be a garbage man. And yet, bro, right. that rebellious attitude is literally what has made me who I am today. The Same fact here. that I was rebellious when I was a kid is what made it possible for me to yes. through the bull crap and be rebellious when it came time that it actually made a difference. Well, I, 
I didn't absolutely ever. Absolutely. And I never felt like I fit in with everybody else. Like I was always the outsider in the crowd. Yeah. I got a problem with authority. Absolutely. You have my respect when you gain it. My football was one of the only people I ever actually gave my like real respect to. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just respect is earned in my opinion. It's not just given it's, it's earned. Um, you know, and, and you learn, you learn the hard way when you give respect without it being earned, they trample all over you in many cases in today's society. It's, it's sad. You're, you're a hundred percent right. I was definitely one of those kids. I fucked off in school. I could care. I used every excuse to get out of class. I was, you know, hitting on my guidance counselor every day. Uh, she was a smoke. And man, (laughs) again, (laughs) the crabs, right? Yeah. Since the beginning, we have been outside of the bucket. There has Mm -hmm. been. There's never been a bucket. Oh, for- I wonder if my mother's still in the chat because she'll tell you. Uh, she, my mother's in the chat. James She's mommy. Yeah, she, mommy. She mommy told Alan to get fucked chat. already in the chat. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I said, "What's up, James mom? That's awesome." Yeah, yeah my, um, my mother. My mother's the best. God bless her. Uh, no, but she, she and she had to put up with me even worse. God bless her even more. Uh, but but yeah. you know, I was a big. I know you're 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 big into into punk rock and music. Like that was I was a big into punk rock because it was anti-establishment. Like it was like fuck the man. Like that's why I loved that music. Not and, and granted, it was great music, but that was like the sentiment behind it. And now it's let's cuck for the man for everybody. Like everybody. I wasn't actually always like punk rock, dude. My fr- the, one of the first CDs I ever owned. It's really funny. It was actually Kid Rock CD. I still remember it to this day. It's the one. It's the one with his finger up like that. Dude, oh yeah. Dude, so it's and funny that you say that. I remember my parents catching it, catching me with it in my room, being like, "What is this?" So when I was a kid, I was. I think we were. Like, you're, you're what? Thirty four now. I'm thirty seven. Okay, I'm, th- I'm 35. I just turned 35. So we're, we're, around, we're, we're around the same age. <laughs> so I was 10 years old when that album came out and I begged it with Limp Biscuit, Significant oh. Other and Kid Rock came out at the same time. Oh, and yeah. I wanted those albums so bad. And my parents were like, no, you can't have them. You can't have them. my father made me clean the garage one day and I was cleaning the garage and I sliced my leg on, on some glass and I had to get stitches and I used that excuse to get those CCs. <laughs> I was like, that's what I want for this for my stitches. Because that that oh that was two of my my first CDs too. I think my first CD was 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 uh uh Dookie by Green Day though. I think it was my very first CD. My, my first my my very first CD was uh was Matchbox 20. That, oh my god. That's, that's fun. for someone like you. That was See, my you guys are talking about CDs. I remember my first cassette tape. It was naughty by well, nature. Well, I, I remember <laughs> I used to have Bro, to Huh? I had that little I do you guys remember I had the little portable purple boombox thing that had huh? the cassette player and I my I listened to Space Jam on repeat. Oh dude, I had Space Jam on cassette too. Yeah, dude, had, come on. I'm old. I, dude, I had I had one of the very first cassettes for Linkin Park before they ever came out. I had one of their really? very first cassette tapes. I, didn't know, I, I had I had I had their CD when it came out, but I didn't know they were they were in cassette. No, I got a hold of their cassette tape. I wish I still had it. I don't know what happened to it, but dude, I had I had a, I had a demo cassette tape from them because uh, my buddy knew Chester. But oh. yeah, dude, it's like it, you know it. I mean, that I just going back to that, the rebellion, like, dude, G Generation X, right? Like we all grew up with, I mean, dude, I was, I lived in a freak. Everybody could suck it. I got, I got so many detentions because I was telling kids to suck it. I grew up in a freaking single wide trailer in one of the worst trailer parks in upstate New York. And what would we do? We'd go to the front of it where there was a massive freaking 
grass field and we'd bring pots and pans and chairs and tables and just beat the shit out of yep. each other for hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, but oh, dude, was, we we would have been hanging out if we were kids. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we that, doing I mean, the same shit. Like, dude, that was it, though, right? Like yeah. that. That was that. That I am. I am so grateful for the way that I grew up, the way that I was raised, because it literally set me up to push against authority and to mm-hmm. decide for myself that. I'm not going to roll over just because someone says roll over. Like you gain my respect by showing that you deserve my respect. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to be obedient unless you've proven to me that I should be obedient to what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, Uh I mean that that's, that's such a core value that I'm going to instill in my boy. Like, dude, the first time my boy gets kicked out of school, I'm going to ask him what he did. And if he didn't do something to hurt somebody, I'm going to be, I'm going to, unless he was standing up for himself or, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm going to, but I mean, if it's just like, oh, I, you know, I did, I was a little rebellious. I'm gonna be like, bro, you know what? If it may, why, why were you rebellious? Right. Yep. The question would be why? Well, this and this. Okay. For all I know, he's going to find out that the teacher was doing something they shouldn't have done. And it's like, I wish that my parents would have seen that. And, you know, obviously it's easy to say, I guess, cause my kid isn't that old yet, but still, I'm just like, I'm, I feel like because of what I experienced and because of what I know that that's created for me, cause it not only made me possible to stand up, dude, I believe that's what made me an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. That has made it possible for me to build a business and just stand outside the, you know, the rat wheel or whatever. But like, I, uh, knowing that it's going to make it a lot easier. I feel like to deal with my kid when I know for a fact, cause he's already a freaking hellion. sucker like dude i mean you know get him in football get him hit a couple times but like i just you know there's so many things bro i just i bring back the 90s damn oh i would i would go back in a heartbeat pre-cell phone pre-social media like going back knocking on people's door like hi mrs so-and-so is so-and-so home yeah how many phone numbers did you have memorized oh i I don't a ton i I don't know any bro huh (laughs) as a rolodex i was just yeah yeah calling everybody or riding around the neighborhood to find a stack of bikes in the front yard to see where yeah. your friends are at. No like one that, has to remember phone numbers anymore. No, no one. I don't know, even know my girlfriend's phone number. We've been dating for six years. No, dude, it's, 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 it's probably bad. wishes you lost a number. It's for sure. A great thing. Mm-hmm. A good things that have come from it, but there have been a lot of bad things and the biggest, the worst, most detrimental thing I think that has come from technology, social media, all this stuff is, like I said, it's it's expediency has caused people to become apathetic and and uh, and entitled. And apathy and entitlement, I feel like, in my opinion, is two of the biggest problems we have as a society, not just as a country, but as a society. And sometimes yeah. I think uh, some of these people that are on the internet need a good punch in the face. Yeah. Uh, and they have they haven't been punched in the face, and they could talk recklessly without getting punched. Like it made it it made it a, a, an open platform to say some reckless shit and have yeah. zero consequences. Like yeah. you can't just say do a lot of the things you could do on the internet that you can do in real life. It, it it changed a lot of things, and the problem is I think that is now translating and shifting into society the way people act, the way that people uh, behave. Like there's no more. Go ahead. No, it, I'm just saying it absolutely is. There was a time when you, you know, you worried about getting punched in the mouth if you said something. And now they criminalize bullying. I mean, we need to bring back bullying. Yes. I hate to say no, it. Listen, I, I got bullied as a kid. I was like, I was like not like 70 pounds in eighth grade. Like I was tired. I hit pounds. I hit high school. You know this probably. You've heard of me. I, I was bullied my entire, my entire 
middle school career. I was yeah, middle school was rough. I got yeah. I got my ass kicked in middle school. But and you know, I, that's what freaking broke. Me. Oh, one day I went and freaking socked the kid in the face, and that was the end of it. Yep. That oh, that's that's exactly what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. once you stand up for yourself, you say they stop bullying you. Yep. Uh, Fact. But it's it's really crazy what's going on in society because we're seeing it. Like, I don't know if you saw that video and this could hopefully be a wake up call for uh, people all over the country. These anti-gun people, these like, oh, I'll just deescalate a situation. Did you see what happened in New York the other day? I don't know if it's an old video, but it's just coming out now. Uh, A leftist activist. That's new. That's that's a newer video. The guy got saved to death. The two dudes were pranking the one guy and he freaking shot him. No, I saw that. He's an idiot. That was bound to happen eventually. No, but this was just some... When I, dude, I checked out last week big time. I was so like, this, I, I just saw this video for the first time today. This was uh, a this was a guy, he's a, a, a self-proclaimed member of Antifa. He uh, <clears throat> is a, a far leftist uh, activist, you know, anti-gun, anti-this, anti-that. Him and his girl is sitting on a bench, and this guy walks down the street, this black guy walks down the street, and he it looked like the, the guy started kicking a car or breaking into a car. They had started walking that way, and this guy, this leftist, he's in like a suit. He starts yelling at the guy, hey, hey, like, stop that. The guy freaks out, goes after him, stabs him to death in front of his girlfriend. This, oh. uh, you know, he didn't have his uh, his uh, black uh, face mask and black. He didn't have his garbage can him. shield? No, he didn't have his garbage can shield. And um, literally just stabbed him to death in front of his girlfriend. And this is the problem. Like, <clears throat> New York City has become a complete cesspool over the past few years between cashless bail, the, uh, the, the government not allowing the police department to do their job, but the consequence of losing your job, losing your career, you know, losing your, your family and your, and your home, nobody wants to do anything. And it's just what you talked about earlier about safe, so safe zones and unsafe zones. And yes, it has started. It has started in the inner cities and is branching Mm -hmm. out. And most of them are the unsafe zones where you can't walk around a lot of places in broad daylight without worried about getting shanked in your side. You know, again, I don't consider myself any one thing, but it is pretty interesting that most of these danger zones happen to be in blue states. Yeah, they love their criminals. That's what happens when you have policies like they do, but. But, but it's, it's not even in blue states. It's happening in Houston. It's happening in Dallas, like all of these major inner cities. Blue cities in red states and yeah. they want to branch out. Oh, they're blue cities for sure. But like it's. I mean, it, you know, I grew up, like I said, I grew up in upstate New York. And I remember, you know, during my my childhood, that's when freaking Giuliani cleaned the city up and yep. got to a place where it was actually thriving again. And now to see it crumble the way that it's been man it's just it's rough dude i grew up 20 minutes from manhattan man it was like like you could go on the subway and not worry now if you yeah that's right that's right i'm on on long island i'm on long island i'm I'm 40 minutes from the city i will not go into the city i was born anything yeah i was born in middletown where middletown upstate yeah that's not far, not, yeah. not far at all. Not far at all. Yeah. So I mean, we we saw New York when it was great. Like we got to see New York for what it was, and uh, now it's it's terrible. Like my girlfriend, she's never been to New York. She's she grew up out here in Las Vegas, and like I don't want to take her to New York. We're going. We're coming out to New York in December for the uh, Young Republican Met Gala, which I have to talk to Alan about after the show. Um, but um. 
Like I have no interest in like hanging out in the city and going sightseeing with her. Cause you can't take the subways. Like even the cab, the, the taxi cabs at this point are, are, are shifty. The whole city in general. Yeah. Um, it's Add, not, it's, it's, it's mass exodus right now. It's, it's bad, bro. It's, it's rough down there. And I mean, you know, again, man, it's just like, <laughs> it's, it's people. Yeah. We can well, look, look what 50 cents said. He's like, he's like, listen, soon businesses are going to start locking their doors and you're only be able to shop by appointment only in California. I think that's going to be a, a reality in some of these places very soon. Touchless. Huh? It's going to become touchless. That's what's happening. Uh, this is something a lot of people don't want to talk about. I feel like, but this is just my opinion. This is just Ian went opinion. But I think what they're doing with these businesses specifically, if you look at what's happening with how they are literally allowing people, they're allowing businesses to get looted and ransacked. Yeah. And so what better way than to create a system where you have to literally run the business from outside and all of these businesses all of a sudden just have a hand sensor at the door and a menu and you just choose what you want and boom, someone brings it to the window. There are laundromats that operate like that. I was actually um, going to buy two laundromats, and they mm-hmm. were completely just wireless. They the, the the doors locked at a certain time at night, where then if you were the last people doing your laundry and you left, it automatically locked, and that was it. It would open up again in the morning. You didn't have to do anything, but at some point send someone to go collect the money, and that's, that's going to happen everywhere. That's <clears> so in Philly – just recently, they had all these riots. They were they were going yep. after the chicken place. All the liquor stores had to close. They went after all the iPhones. And then when they realized that the new iPhone 15s had the trackers in it, they didn't want to steal them. They smashed them all uh, outside. And that was all because they arrested a police officer and charged him for, doing, for shooting someone at a traffic stop who was holding a knife. They dropped the yep. charges. So mob rule, they started rioting and looting the city of Philadelphia. And then... After that was all over, the DA said, you know what? We need to stop this. We're going to refile charges. We're going to charge this guy with murder now. Mob rule. You know what's? I mean, so first of all, um, going back to why I think that this is happening as far as making the business touchless or whatever, it's Mm -hmm. one step closer to smart cities, right? It's one step putting in putting in these smart cities which by the way it's not a question it's not a it's, it's happening. already happening have you seen the line the line in in Saudi Arabia they have forums they have they have meetings they have massive conferences they're, build, they're building it already have you like yep in in Saudi Arabia they're building something called the line it's like a 15 mile long city that everybody it's a full infrastructure you live in you don't have cars and you just yep. live there Yep. But I will say this, you know, I don't, I don't want everything to be so like doom and gloom. Everybody talks about the doom and gloom and complains enough, you know, where we can help too. I think, I think there is a silver lining, which is, and, and, but it's going to take, it's going to take action. And I think what that is, you know, for example, you talk about the Philadelphia riots, right? Truth be told, those, those riots could have been a hell of a lot more. Oh yeah. In other words, it could have created a lot more, discord in the country it could have been much bigger as far as like the news goes it could have had a lot more traction but did you notice that it didn't what that tells me the fact that it didn't have as much traction as like the ones with floyd or whatever is because people are getting smarter yes they're seeing this stuff and they're understanding they're not only getting smarter and understanding but they're also just getting tired of it so it's like a lot of people are just seeing that and being like whatever dude like this is stupid a bunch of idiots out there like, I think that's what a lot of people are thinking, but a lot of people are also waking up being like, you know what, we know what this is. 
and we're not going to give it power. However, I will say this, and again, this is going to make people angry, but it's the truth, man. All of the all of the conservative people that jump on these things immediately and post about it and talk about it and blast it all over the place, guys, you're just playing into their hands. Mm-hmm. You are their mouthpiece. You are their microphone. Mm-hmm. When, when you jump on that stuff, when when people who actually care about the freedom and want to expose this stuff, I get that that's what they want. I get that they want to that's expose their intention, yeah. And they, yeah, the intentions are good, but the problem is you don't understand that you're being used. Mm-hmm. At this point, the people that are orchestrating these things understand that the way they're getting it out there is not their team. It's the opposing team. They it's are true. their opponents. They're using the competition. They are using the enemy to literally propagate everything. We're gaslighting it, yeah. Yeah, dude. And it's every time I see that, I'm like, and, and look, I'm, I'm definitely someone, I bring awareness to issues too. Mm-hmm. When I see stuff like that, I'm like, dude, I know what this is, man. And mm-hmm. everyone that's posting it, who is it? It, I mean, yeah, the mainstream media jumps on it for a minute, but who really posts it like it's going out of style? To, to, to be fair, to be fair though, to be fair, it could because I don't really follow many uh, liberal pages, so it could be also just because most of my follow it, it is you know most people that I follow are posting it, but it could be also on on both sides. I think I think both sides are playing into it. I think the left is you know pushing people to go and get involved where we're just throwing gas in the fire because they're look they're looking at us as these racist domestic terrorists like oh they hate us and we're gonna go and revolt against them because they're saying this. And then uh, it, we just we mm-hmm. feed, we feed into it mm-hmm. and it's affecting all the people that are actually pretty good people for the most part on both sides. They're all just fighting each other and they can't no question. The evil is not us, man. The evil is the people that are actually orchestrating all this crap and making it happen in the first place. It's by design. Go- been government do- and media. They've been doing it forever. Uh, look over here, fight this person. This guy's bad because he's this, that, and the other, and that person's bad. You know, look at the big push against white supremacy now, uh, and they're, they're, they're saying everybody's a domestic terrorist. It's all, all the causes of violence. I even went down to the fact that the mask mandates and the jab was a huge division. Like, that was, a, that was the whole per- – not just to – to make people comply, but also to cause a huge divide. Uh, it it was, you're either anti-jab or you're for the jab. It was your anti-mask or you're for the mask. And it, and it caused a lot of fights, but I think you're a hundred percent right. Ian. I think people are getting smarter. I I said a couple of weeks ago, I was in a, in a group of uh, a conversation with a couple of people that were very, very for the mandates. Like they were for everything. They just govern me harder, daddy people. And they were having a conversation as a group. Like we got into heated arguments in the past and they were like, I can't believe we did some of this ridiculous stuff that they made us do for, for the, uh, the lockdowns. And they were talking about how ridiculous everything was. And I'm like, Holy crap. Like these people are finally talking about it. This is amazing. So I think we have a huge litmus test coming up and an opportunity to really see where the state of society is, uh, and a civilization in the United States when they try to do mandates again, if they actually try to push this, cause it, it looks like it's looming. It looks like they're trying to bring another pandemic. It looks like they're trying to bring uh, more mask mandates, more lockdowns. And that's what they want. Uh, it, it really depends on us if they're going to pull it off. Uh, and I, I think we're going to fight back this time. For sure. It'll be that it'll be the final. Ch- like if, if people don't stand up this next time, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It's that's man. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be hard to come back from that. 
Well, yeah, it, that's 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 when when the men are going to have to make some real sacrifices. Uh, that's that's when men are going to actually. That's that's when we're going to find out who's actually willing to. Yep. You know, who, where that I always say stand that, up for freedom. That's where we're going to find out who would have bowed to the Redcoats. Yep. Who's who's willing to stay? Who who's willing to stand up for freedom? Who would have given and put them in a church and burn them? Yeah. And, and this is not a conversation like by, by no means do I think we'll ever get to a place where, you know, there's any violence or anything like that. I don't, right. I, I don't want that to ever, ever, ever happen. And I pray every, I literally pray every day that we never get to that point. And I don't think we will. This but, goes people think about the truthers. They're the, they're the ones that are anyway, we'll get there. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. But, but, but at, at, at the, at the same time, at the same time, uh, the reality of the situation um, they were talking about it on Tucker Carlson with with uh, you know Victor Davis uh, Hanson. He's like he's like there's going to be a point where people realize that there is no civil way to resolve this this issue. Like if 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 there is if, if there is no resolve to what's going on with the elections, what's going on with society, the inflation, people are working three jobs, can't put food on their table. Like when people can't feed their kids, they're gonna make a decision to go and figure out a way to feed their kids, no matter what. And right. and I pray it never gets there. But that is a reality that we're not far away from. We're really not. Um, where people aren't going to be able to feed their kids. And there could be a point where it gets to that. And I pray it doesn't, but that's when men are going to have to really decide what, what they're willing to sacrifice for freedom for the future of this country. Um, and I, I don't think, I really don't think it'll get there, but it is a reality. Well, and that, I mean, that's why it's so important, dude. That's why, that's why it's so important that right now, everybody, you know, it's, it's not about fighting, man. We're not, it's, it's not about getting bloody and getting violent. It's about nope. getting, there and, and and it's about a culture change it's about it's about pushing everything it's about pushing the opposite of everything that's coming out right now as hard as we possibly can don't be weak be strong don't be you know don't be uh passive be aggressive don't mm -hmm. don't don't just roll over and, and go work a nine to five flipping burgers for 12 bucks figure out a way to build a business man figure out a way to create your own opportunity and then create opportunity for other people you know, give, stop, stop just taking, uh, earn everything. I just did an entire, I, my, I, I had my coaching call right before this for my group. And I, one, the one thing I focused on with all of them was like, if you want to know, you know, you always talk about like, you're, you're the, you're the five people you're surrounded by or whatever. Right. No, yep. To take that even further. It's like, if you want to know whether or not somebody deserves to be one of those five people, look and look and and figure out whether or not they're earning everything they have or they're taking everything they have and that will be a telltale sign because the people that go out and earn everything that they have mm -hmm. are the people you want by your side and those are the people that are actually fighting against all this because the opposite is what is being crammed down our throats no question the idea that it should all be given to us because that's what they want man they want us to get to a point where it's like please govern me give me oh, give me everything right yeah. you'll nothing and you'll be happy you're not earning anything in life without making sacrifices like let's 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 be real like i i hate like i i do not even when i was fighting like i didn't like training like i i loved fighting i loved winning but i i, I was like muhammad ali i hated every second of training but i just loved winning so much that i trained so hard uh but it's a sacrifice that you have to make. You got to get up and go to the gym. You got to get up and work out. Like it's, it's a sacrifice uh, it, it, to, to be successful. You have to make certain sacrifices, whether it's with your family, whether it's with, uh, 
uh, spending, you know, spending time with your family, I should say, whether it's with going to events or, uh, you know, quitting a job that you're making and going and, and taking a chance. There's so many sacrifices that everybody has to make to, to earn anything in life. And people don't want to make those sacrifices. In many cases, they're perfectly comfortable working their nine to five job, being told what to do, how to do it. Uh, and, you know, their, their entire day is planned out for them. They have no, no change or no, uh, variance in their their day-to-day life it's just that's right it's like i live in this little box yep hit it on the head and that's i mean that's where they want us man that's no oh no question no question but i want to get into these truthers for a second because tomorrow (laughs) tomorrow oh my god there's a a major event happening guys i hope you're ready to put your cell phones in the microwave i hope we're ready to to just shut down the world and have your you're ready you're armed to the teeth because 5G zombies are coming yes. and we're all going to be, our brains are going to be fried. Ian, what do you think about these new FEMA uh, alerts that we're going to get tomorrow? Look, man, it's like, first of all, this is not a new thing. It's happened how many other times? The 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 thing is this, I, I'm going to try and stay more in the middle with this one because my whole thing is like, look, if you want to do something because you're afraid, cool, whatever, go do it. It's, you know, if you're going to get a freaking Faraday case or whatever, cool, like safe and sorry. But at the end of the day, nothing's happening, guys. At the end of the day, it's just bull crap. It's just another thing that people are, are getting worked up about because it's just another thing to get worked up about. Your phone is already a tracking device, guys. Mm-hmm. The Patriot Act made it so that your phone, your device, your tablet, your TV, your freaking Alexa, your yep. you, everything that you do, everything you say is monitored 24-7. And if they ever actually want to use it against you, they're going to. Absolutely. There's nothing that's going to stop that. It's literally it's on a government like, server somewhere. And you're, bro, I mean, my wife can tell me where I am at any time because of find my iPhone. You really think the government can come on? Oh, like, no question. What, it, so, so what is the, and that's what I, whenever someone asks me, I mean, not whenever, cause most of the time I just ignore it. But if I, I, someone did ask me and they said, well, you know, what, what if this is the, it's like, okay, well, what's going to happen though? Like, so they're going to track you. Okay. You're already tracked. Mm-hmm. They're going to what hit you with 5g. You're already getting hit with 5g every single day. And if you believe in and you're already screwed. So like, so like, what is it that you think is going to happen? Is your phone- Y2K all over again. People, people are coming up with some crazy shit. Like it's either they just the tracking or well, 5G, they're, they're all going to, oh, because of this special tone that they're going to send to your phone. This, they keep calling it this special tone that pe- people, I can't, I can't even believe the fucking retardation of people. Well, that tone is going to trigger people you may be unsafe where you are, especially the vaccinated, that it might trigger something in them with the with the graphene and all of this other shit. And it's like I had somebody in my morning chat last week say everyone on, on October 4th needs to call 911 on their phone and tell whoever picks up the phone that Joe Biden is killing America. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, what is wrong with people? These people the, the they need to touch grass really on another level. No, they need they need to touch some grass. They need to get like they need to get back into some some sort of reality. Like reality is fucking crazy as it is. Like it's already fucking crazy. But let's be real. If the government was actually gonna do anything that was 
like a tone to, to set everybody off that's vaccinated and turn them into zombies. Like if they were going to ever do something like that, they would never broadcast like, hey, guys, on October 4th, we're setting off this tone. Uh, so this is what's going to happen. And just be ready. It's at 2.20 in the afternoon, Eastern Standard Time, exact minute. So be ready. And we're going to turn you into a zombie. At yep. Yeah, it's so. going to be the best target practice ever if it ever, if it really does happen. Like I, Walking I, Dead. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, dude, the thing is, like, you know, going on the truth or thing, and I, I mean, James, you follow me pretty close. You probably saw me do all this with the with the when the Sound of Freedom stuff came out. Look, yeah. honestly, I kind of had a little bit of a rude awakening myself. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, I. You know, I, I have unfortunately always considered myself, people call me a truther or whatever, right? Because I'm constantly spreading truth. I'm constantly helping people kind of dive down rabbit holes. But I'm not talking about rabbit holes that are like, you know, there's lizards in the White House. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about like rabbit holes as far as. Based on history and, and actual documentation. Why our government is freaking corrupt as hell. Right. Like that's yep. kind of rabbit holes. Those aren't rabbit mm -hmm. holes. It's just history. It's mm -hmm. just history books that your teachers didn't open for you. That's what I tried mm -hmm. to do. Right? But anyway, it got to a point where I kind of had a little bit of a rude awakening with the sound of freedom thing, because all these people that started coming at it, like, Oh, it's, it's actually meant to uh, open up, you know, money holes for traffickers or oh, they're actually involved in human trafficking or, Oh, it's, I mean, all the crazy things that I was hearing about it. And it was like, it was a rude awakening because I mean, guys, I saw that film, I don't know what it was like four years now, I think four years ago, I saw it in Vegas, a pre-screening with Jim Caviezel, Tim, like all those guys. And, and I, and I've known Tim and I've, I've, I've like seen OUR work. I, I mean, I've, I, I know firsthand that all of these things are real where they dramatize. Absolutely. It's a freaking it's a movie. movie. Yeah, of course. Like you didn't get flipped. You didn't get freaked out when they made the movie taken. Like, yeah, but, it, but the point is I saw all of this, for what it was because I not only saw the attacks coming from the left, I saw the attacks coming from the right and yes. I saw the attacks coming from government and I saw the attacks coming from the church. And I was like, the only time that anything is ever attacked from every single side is when it has real merit. And the thing is, I knew that it did because I had been involved and I was like, I know for a fact that all this stuff you guys are saying is stupid and it's wrong. And you're just being led like sheep to the mm -hmm. slaughter by these people who are Dude. couch dwellers or bot accounts, by the way. And, and, uh, I, and I got loud about that. And I straight up told people like, I kind of feel bad. I kind of feel like I'm partly to blame because believe it or not, you can take the whole statement, question everything. You can take that too far. Yes. And now know that. And it, and it was mm -hmm. like with this guys, yeah. like, dude, it's child trafficking. Like you are literally, th this is the biggest and most, and most like capable ship that we have built that can actually get to sea and might have the ability to sail and make a difference in this battle that and we it are did. in. And it did. It absolutely did. Whether people want to admit it or not. No, it hundred percent did. It brought more awareness to, to this issue and it created it, it actually, I mean, dude, I was in Congress when they agreed to the bill that made them have to go after those 11,000 kids. I mean, that was a real thing, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it's like, all these things happened 
and they happen for a reason. And, and all these people are, well, the gatekeepers would never let it happen. Well, dude, if you believe that, then why the hell are, what, like, what is the point? Do something. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, man. It's like, okay, well you tell me what we do then you tell me what's millions and millions and millions of eyes to see something like this and have to face it. And anyway, I just, so I, I think you're hundred percent right. Cause I've been saying f- for a long time, like I've been going down rabbit holes for years and just like you, like I like to use historical context, historical documents. Like I never was a big into flat earth or any of those wild conspiracies. Cause there's no way I could prove it. Like it's fun to speculate sometimes. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Like if you want to occasionally speculate, sure. But, but, but at the end, at the end, at the end of the day, like, I have no way of proving it definitively, so I don't even fucking bother. This is why I love, this is why I talked about Operation Northwoods all the time, because it, it always proved a lot of the things that I'm talking about with false flag events. I like talking about MK Ultra because it proves a lot of the things that I'm talking about. Uh, the pedophilia, I always love talking, pointing, because you could point towards things to, pr- exactly, you could t- point towards things to prove them. And, I, and I've been saying since, since 2020, dude, uh, being a conspiracy theorist, being a truther, being red pilled is now the cool thing. It's now become the cool thing. And you're able to build a following. You're able to right. get attention. And and just because you're awake and aware of what's going on, doesn't mean you're still not a sheep. You're still fast asleep at the wheel. You're going to believe if someone sounds good or presents any sort of evidence, you're, you're, you're still a headline researcher. You're just going to look at it. Oh, that sounds really cool. Instead of digging into it, asking questions about that information that, that's presented and coming up with your own opinion. Like just wait. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even like the thing, what was the, what was that one thing that I, that I freaking went off on everybody about with, uh, uh, I forget what it was now. I, I mean, there's been a bunch of things, but so many times I'm like, dude, you just, you just wait, man. You just wait it out and you see what actually happened yep. because nine times out of 10, when it happens in the moment and everybody posts about it, it's garbage. And it's, mm-hmm. it, not the truth and it's and it's not what's actually happening and that's you know like i said that's that's what i've learned but it's like dude the other thing that people need to understand is so many of these counts that they're following and i and by the way i know this because as i've built this brand i've i've now been able to become friends with a lot of these you know influential people a lot of people that are in the government but like actually know something about what's going on people that are in the military but like pretty high up in the military right like and i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be the guy it's like oh i got insider information but no the truth is like i i know people now that have been involved in you know the pr for the military or or like actually combating disinformation from russia or china or whatever and it's like dude so many of these truther accounts that people follow that don't have a face and just constantly shit post you guys don't even know it but those are bot accounts those are bot accounts that are being run by by russia or by china dude i will tell you this right now nobody seems to not nobody but very few people seem to realize the actual danger that we're in right now we are facing an enemy who is the best at waiting they're all, they've been infiltrating our country for decades. For decades, dude. And and they are so good at being patient and playing the long game. And it's like, dude, there's such a danger with with China. And it's like when you talk to some of these people who are involved in the disinformation tactic of like, like combating their disinformation, bro, they are purposely turning people against each other by creating these crazy um, – not narratives, but like just crazy events and things like that. And when you see these accounts that don't have a face that are just posting over and over and over and over and over all the things and all these people get 
hyped on it. It's like, dude, nine times out of 10, it's not every time, but nine times out of 10, you are following a bot account that is purposely selling you information to get you pissed off at each other and to rile you up about absolutely nothing because it's distracting you from what's really happening, which is we are losing a war without our enemies firing a single shot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you believe that America can't be invaded, if you believe that America, like, by the way, everybody that's always talks about what's that whole thing about, uh, is it Teddy Roosevelt or who, who is it that they say said that China wouldn't enter the U S because they would face like, uh, uh, it was McCarthy. Yeah. That's not real. It's a fake quote. It wasn't real. That's, that's actually, you can look it up right now. I looked it up. It's a fake quote. Somebody made that up, took it out of context, and it's not actually what they said. And, but that kind of stuff is used because they don't want you to think that that's possible, especially this administration, because this oh, administration oh. is making it possible. I mean, and, going and, back to Bill Clinton made it possible. Oh, dude. So, like, the the idea that, that people believe that there's a possibility or there's not a possibility that America could fall or that America could be invaded, that is what they want you to think because that is – that's how it happens. Look at look at the bitch who just died, Diane Feinstein. Her limo driver of 20 plus years was a CC, CCP spy the entire fucking time. The the guy in the intel community, Fartwell, Eric Fartwell was was banging Fang Fang, who was a CCP did, spy. Did we forget about the Navy sailor that got caught being a a spy for China yep. or Yep. Or, and everybody wants to talk about how the spy balloon was a was just a distraction or whatever. Yo, I'm here to tell you, maybe, but like, also, it's a possibility that that was a real thing and that it just happened because the Biden administration allowed, allowed it because they I, had I, to. And I, that I, sucker I, went over our nuclear silos. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I think I think, I think that, that was real, and I think we, I think, I think China real. got a lot of information, and the Biden yep. administration allowed it. I do too. I think that was part of an agreement that they had a backdoor agreement because of, you know, money changing hands, et cetera. Um, and they, they, I'm sure a lot of lost time that they had in the last couple of years. Um, it, it's a disaster, dude. Our China is already here. People don't know they're buying up our ports. They're buying up our farmland. Uh, and they are, they're, they're invading our government. And they're testing things. People, people are very, they're, they're not ready for some of the possibilities that they could face in the next 10, 15 years, maybe sooner. I don't know. But like, dude, you look at Vegas, most people aren't even talking about this, but do you know how long Vegas was shut down for the last, like, bro, my my girl works at the Bellagio. They were in. My girl literally works at the Bellagio. Like, dude, it was chaos for, for how it was like, what, a week? Like a four. It's still, it's still having issues. It's they're still doing pay, everything on paper. Big transactions are all on paper. There's no computers. They're scared. They just got access to their scheduling on the internet. They like, it's been they, fucked. That have been shut down multiple times throughout the last couple of years. Like everybody, everybody thinks that's just a coincidence. Nope. What it comes down to is so many people don't want to believe that this stuff is real. And that is what keeps us captive. That is what makes it so that we nope. are mm-hmm. a society because people don't want to believe that our gut i mean dude i just had this conversation with with a, a brother-in-law in mine because we you know he he pushes against everything i post and and i told him the other he, he he messaged me and he was like well you know why do you believe this and i and i said dude look the fact is that we are never going to see eye to eye with this kind of stuff because there's one big fundamental difference between the two of us you trust the government and i don't you believe that the government actually has our best interests in mind mm-hmm. and can't be evil and they can't be corrupt and they can't be bought. 
And I know for a fact that they can. That is the fundamental difference. And are. And until you believe that, you'll never see what I'm seeing because you live in La La Land where you believe that everybody's going to have your, good intentions. Yeah. And and the fact is, guys, like, again, I'm not here to be doom and gloom, but the, that's just a fact. Like, dude, the world is is well, it has a lot of people in it that, you know, there's there's money, there's there's power. Right. Mm-hmm. And so many of these people have all the money and all the power in the world. They are not the type of people that step down a rung on the ladder once they've climbed, right? And mm-hmm. so, well, once you've climbed these two rungs, where's the next one? The only thing left is control. It's I yes. have all the money, I have all the power, now what can I control? Mm-hmm. Everybody and everything. And that's exactly what they want. They want, you know, they're, 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 they're desperately pushing for this cashless society. They're destined, this is part of the riots. They're desperately pushing to get rid of uh, the Second Amendment. They're trying everything that they possibly can. Uh, you know, their end goal is to, you know, make us a American union like the European union and bring us under the UN and uh, under one, one rule. Like it, that's, that's what goes on. Like the European union can make rules in these states, in these countries that override their sovereign, like any, any law that they have in their country. That's what they want here for America. You're ready for me to blow your mind. So, Please do. so who was the person that all of a sudden popped up out of nowhere that was kind of behind the shadows? Like we all knew he existed. And then all of a sudden he just popped up and he started being in like mainstream news. People were talking about him like crazy. Who was that? Can you, can you think of who it was? Starts with uh, a K. Starts with a K. Yeah. I'm terrible at categories. Uh, like yeah. uh, Klaus, oh, Schwab. Klaus Schwab. Yeah. No, he, Klaus yeah. Schwab. yeah he, he, he's been, nobody yeah. knew who this guy was. Like in reality, think about it up until like 2021, no one knew who he was. There was a few of us that knew who he was that were talking about him. It was a very, very like kind of like no one knew who this guy was. You could, you, you would mention him. You'd be considered conspiracy theorists back then. So now, so now think about this. Where did he go? Because he was big time in the, in, in the mainstream news, in the right wing news, writing books. He was all over the place, and all of a sudden, then he disappeared. Where and when? Do you guys remember? Because I do. I remember right when he just kind of disappeared. Yeah, I haven't no- seen him in a while. When's the last no. time we saw him? The Hawaii fires. Really? Since Maui, how much have you heard about Klaus? And what did you hear? None. none. Zero. Yeah, no, not much nothing. At all. Nothing. Those nothing. fires. Besides, I played I played a video not that long ago about how he's pissed off about America uh, and how they're not falling in line with this global initiative that they're trying to yeah. they're push. That was the last thing I saw of him. Those uh, everyone's eyes off of him. No, and, and it's weird. Nobody's talking about these fires at all. No, at they, all. I, they just it, what's going on? Nobody knows. Where's, where's the kids? How many people died? Dude. We have no idea. There's nothing. Oh, so here's $700, guys. You guys are A-OK? Good. See you later. Never talk to you again. No one talks about Ohio either. And the dude that was in charge of it all, did you see that? The dude that was in charge of it all was the same guy that was the that was the one that was in charge yeah, of was the, the shooting. The Vegas shooting, yep. Yeah. It's not a coincidence. Not, they, the water was, they, they, they shut off the water. They didn't use the largest alarm system in the world because the guy said it was meant for tsunamis. <laughs> like all of the anomalies that had happened, it, it makes no sense. And, and I, I do, I do want to talk, talk to you about this because I know you're big in to weather manipulation and you talk about it because this is, this is very real. HARP is a very real program. Uh, direct energy weapons are very real. Like there's videos of Lockheed Martin mm-hmm. using these direct energy weapons. Uh, what are your thoughts on any of this involvement in Maui? Because I've been saying that, 
the evidence points that way, but I can't prove it definitively. But knowing what I know, it seems it seems like there's some fuckery involved. Look, look, man. It's like the the thing that people aren't uh, considering so much with this is that it's there's more than one thing at play, right? Like everybody, everybody yes. is so focused on the do's, on the lasers, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, they shot the laser down. That's what caused the fire. It's like maybe. Um, but her, there was a hurricane going on too. Well, it wasn't just that though. So this is, there's a lot of details that people just kind of glaze over, which by the way, did you watch my, did you watch my rumble video? I did my first rumble video. No, I that, didn't. My, my first rumble video is on, it's on my rumble and it's called the perfect weapon. Uh, cause I stopped, Wait. I stopped doing it on Instagram dude. Cause I'm so shadow. And I literally, I used to get 40,000 views per story when I made those stories and now I'm now I'm lucky if I if I crack two, dude. And I, have, I get a hundred people that view my stories. So I literally I pulled off I pulled all of my highlights like the, all mm-hmm. those those deep dives that I do I pulled them off. Yeah, they're great. Rumble. And um, you, what are you, is your Rumble official Patreon? Is it Ian Went? I Winster. I Winster. Yeah, it's the same as my Instagram. And 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 uh, I'm just gonna say this. I'm again. It's not it's not meant to be a plug, but the fact is, dude. These, these deep dives, like they literally, t- this last one that I did took me 26 hours to put together as far as research and then putting it together. And I do it all on my phone. That's another thing people don't realize. I do it on my phone. I literally build all the stuff in Instagram and then I put it together on my phone. And um, yeah, it's, it, it's like the most makeshift thing, but people love it. It's my style and it's become like a, a thing. So anyway, um, that's, I'm, co- I'm copying this and putting it in the chat for everybody. I'm going to put it in your chat too. Everyone that you're in here, follow me while it's free because it's not going to be free forever. I cannot afford to do it for free anymore. Like it's just, it takes. No, it's time. people don't realize how time consuming a lot of this is. Like, right, you're getting called a grifter or uh, a patriot uh, yeah. beca- because because you fucking Hold like uh, monetize all the hard work that you put in. Three all nighters to do that freaking thing. So I really could care less. No, I don't, bl- bro. I don't fucking blame you, dude. I I get it. It's a lot of fucking work. But anyway, what I'm getting at, I kind of explained it in that. But what I'm getting at is, so there's two things that there's two key pieces of information that um that a lot of people haven't considered. They have now said that the first fire that started, they got out. They they literally went out and they extinguished the fire and they said the fire is done. The fire is extinguished. We've taken care of it. Right. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, another fire started down. Like, I think it was like down the road or something. Another fire started out of nowhere. And in like seconds, it just took off. And that's where that fire is the one that, that burned the whole place down. But here's the thing that's also interesting. It started in a place where it doesn't make sense for it to start. And so that's where, that's where I think it's important to consider that there's a possibility that a laser could have been used because guys, the do's, the lasers, that that's not a conspiracy theory. Like no, this, is, real. this is what I'm talking about. Like you can literally go research Lockheed and Martin. 2003, they just released the most advanced and newest version of their, of their do systems. Mm-hmm. And it literally says point blank. And I, this is in that story. It says point blank that it has the ability to create um, a controlled laser. And, and that it can also cre- create like multiple targets, right? And we, if I, I wish I had control of the OBS today. I wish my shit didn't yeah. technically fuck up, fuck up because I have video, like we played the videos of the yeah. do systems actually in operation. Oh, yeah. like, like we, yeah. the, you can go online and 
watch them use these laser machines that are way up in the sky on these drones and they're just shooting lasers uh on pinpoint accuracy uh it, it, it's fat it's it's unbelievable technology but to sit here and say it's completely bogus there's no way they would do something like that you're just an idiot like my stance is is, is like you it, you know i can't prove it definitively there's no way we can no prove one. it with yeah, at this point at this moment in time no none of us can but there's tons of evidence that point in that direction. There's right. tons of evidence that that it, it, it shows that like the way some of these fires burned were very very weird. And I, I know Alan, you, you used to be a firefighter, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you, you say all the time that fires you know do burn very weird. But some some of it's too too much. Bro, these fires literally turned steel to to liquid. Yep. I mean. Like they literally, there's videos of, of cars melting down the road and it's like, there, there's so many inconsistencies with it, but this is what I was getting at. So first of all, if you want a good, um, if you want a good source that talks a lot about lasers and, and do and all that kind of stuff that, that really, really like is a credible source, I highly suggest you follow. If you're not already following the Sean Ryan podcast, I love Sean Ryan. Dude, Sean Ryan had, um, I think his name is Hecker or Heck. Yeah, yep, yeah. We we played we played that clip on on here actually. I gotta change my battery. One sec. No, you're good. But uh, no, we we played we played that clip. Uh, you know, he talked about cyber attacks. He talked about a lot of stuff. You you can literally go to right to Lockheed Martin's website. Yeah, and they have it. And it talks it's, about direct energy. It's it's not difficult to find. Like this is not some crazy nonsense. Um it's it's wild that people refuse to look into. You could present them the information. Like here's the video. Here's the fucking mm-hmm. website. Like here is everything that you need to see what a direct energy weapon is that it's real, that our government has this this technology and capability. Now, since we know that that's real, now let's look at the evidence of the fire itself. Let's look at, you know, now that we know these, these, these technologies, Oh, we had them for a second. Yeah. He's changing his battery. He'll be right back. There we go. There we go. But now go ahead. Not seeing myself. Oh, there we go. Boom. Um, yeah. Sorry guys. I have, you're good. I'm on my second battery. So, um, yeah, like the he does such a good job because he's he dude he says he's like I'm I am I had every key to every door in the South Pole station and say yep. he straight up say he says something like people need to get used to the term directed energy weapons because they're very real and there's more that they can do with that than people know and mm-hmm. uh, there was actually one right before that too where they talked about like this is when all the UFO stuff was happening but they talked about. They talked about how a lot of that stuff that people report as UFO sightings or whatever, it's actually our government, dude. It's, it's us replicating mm-hmm. technology that we have found, which we can, that's a whole other topic. We won't get into that. But the point is lasers are real and they absolutely have the ability to pinpoint accuracy with pinpoint accuracy, create a fire. They, they, they have the ability to create forest fires and we, and we know that for a fact it's, they literally have. So, and, I'll do, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I'll do you one better. So if you go to my uh, link tree in my bio, there's an FBI vault documentation from uh, the Tesla drops. Yeah. And oh. there's, there's, there's a bunch of links in there. And the first, the first link, the first one, you click it, and then you click the very first link in that, that folder. It's a New York Times interview from 1948 
with Nikola Tesla that New York Times has since scrubbed from all of their uh, archives, but it's the actual article. It's Nikola Tesla saying how he built this laser that can shoot, uh, it can melt airplane engines up to 200 miles away from, from where it is. And this is in 1948, and it's only two centimeters in diameter, he said. And he was working with the government to put these on all of our coasts in case of an invasion. This was in 1948, guys. Like, this is not, right. uh, like, new times. So if they have this technology then, and I even go back to Northwoods, like, not only does it show that our government's intent to bring harm and you carry out an agenda by by causing harm to innocent Americans and and killing people, but it, all, it, it also shows that they have technology that back then that we didn't know that they had. They were going to disguise a drone as a commercial air flight. That was one of the plans they yeah. were going to make make a drone blow up in the air and have a submarine surface and drop off plane parts um like and 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 yeah dude and and so it's like even with this right so you have that one piece this is this is basically what i made that video about because i think everybody was so focused on the lasers they were like oh that's what caused it and it's like yes maybe but there's another part to it that you're not considering which is harp and harp mm -hmm. is the it's it's real it's 100 percent real and it's 100%. literally they have figured out how to manipulate the weather they have figured out how to create natural disasters they have figured out how to literally like push the ionosphere to change our climate they're not even hiding it anymore no, they're not. And, yeah. and, and, but again it comes down to the same thing right it's the same exact thing every single time people don't want to believe that it's real and they're banking on that they're banking on the fact that people don't want to believe that it's a possibility because if they do it shatters their reality and everything becomes questionable nobody and, and so it's like with hawaii how do you do that well you fire the laser where you want it you start the fire and then you make damn sure that that hurricane's winds get to a insane speed, speed. Yep. that carries it faster than anyone can get out out of the way right like faster than anybody can yep. anticipate and it was the perfect it was literally the perfect storm dude like it was it was um I, most people didn't even talk about this but there was not one raindrop it was a hurricane but it was only winds there was no rain and it blew the fire fast enough mm -hmm. and hard enough that supposedly it incinerated the entire town which by the way it was already the perfect situation because people only had two routes to go. They yeah. either went to the ocean or they freaking got out of Dodge fast enough. But if they didn't, there was only one place they could go. If you've ever been to Lahaina, it's literally a, a tiny little town and you have the mountains behind you and you have the oceans and the ocean. in front. Of you. There's the one guy who tells the story. He's like, I had to climb the mountain. They, they were blocking the only exit. So I had to climb the mountain, literally get cut a gate open so we can get people out and escape through the mountains because they weren't letting us out the only way out. Uh, yep. Like, why would they block people from getting out? Yeah. And I, and honestly, like I, I told, uh, I had had a conversation with a couple of my buddies, but I literally said, like, I think it was a test. I think, I think it was a test to see what, what's possible because so, so number one, I think all the fires that were happening before that, the ones that were just randomly coming up everywhere, all over New York, yeah, yeah. like, sure. Some of those might be real, whatever. The orange skies in New York were a little fishy to me. So, so many of those things to me seemed like it was like calibrated. 
And then all of a sudden, boom. And by the way, I don't know if you saw this, James, but I actually posted on my Instagram. I, I called it. I said like four days before it happened, I'll, I'll literally, I could show you the, the, the picture right now. I could literally go in my Instagram archive. I said, something big is coming. I don't know what it is, but I know it's going to happen. And I, and the only reason why I thought that was because of all of the weird fires that were happening. I was like, this has to be something that's leading up to something bigger. Cause it's not mm-hmm. yet. And, um, and anyway, so then freaking Maui hits and I was like, dude, it makes perfect sense that they would hit Maui. Number one, it's the perfect, the perfect example of, oh, global warming's real because it hit this tropical island. Yes, it's mm-hmm. dry. Like it's a tropical island to everybody else, right? Nobody, people that don't understand what Hawaii really is or Maui in general, like, mm-hmm. yes, that's the really dry part of the island, but most people don't know that. They're just thinking, oh my gosh, it hit a tropical Hawaii. island. Right. Oh, it would never happen. And then on top of that, it was the perfect place because, dude, you wouldn't do that to LA. You wouldn't do that to any of these other cities where people not only would know what's happening, but on top of that, it's not controlled. This was controlled. Like it it couldn't have been a more perfect scenario for people. And And, and they they wouldn't be blocking people from leaving. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have not used the alarm system. They wouldn't have shut off the water if it wasn't all controlled uh, and coordinated in my opinion. And you really look at, you know, we talked about it on the show, Maui, that Laihana used to be the capital before it was Patriot, uh, uh, became a state. Uh, uh, Laihana used used to be the capital, and it is prime, prime real estate that has been owned by families for generations. And I guarantee that for decades at this point, big businesses and all these people have been trying to come up and buy that property so they could put condominiums, put all these resorts and things like that right on this beachfront property uh, and make boatloads of money. But these people, they don't care about money. They, 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 they're, they're so traditional in their, their lifestyle where they grew up in family and unity that they didn't sell. No one's, I, I, it doesn't seem like anybody would sell their property. Uh, and even now, like I'm, I, I, people are, it seems like making a stand. They, they even though their insurance claims are being denied, like they don't want to sell their land. Uh, but I think that's truly what the goal was. The governor, jo- uh, Josh Green, I believe his name is. He, he, yeah, there's huh? so many one slips. Yeah. Oh, but he literally, uh, in the beginning of this year in January, he was in New York at a world economic forum meeting talking yeah. about how, how Maui is the perfect place for smart cities. It's the perfect place. What better selling point to people like, Hey, we have a smart city. It's beachfront property. You don't have to go any further than 15 minutes from your house. You don't need a car. Everything is made for you. You live in Hawaii. Everything is given to you. Like what better selling point for a smart city than a place like that? Yeah. And I mean, I, like I said, I think their biggest, and again, same thing, right. Gotta say it, but it's opinion. There's, there's no way, like, unless it comes out, which it probably never will, there's no way to actually prove any of this. But the truth is, man, it's like that all of the things don't make sense and it all adds up to one thing. And, and if you consider, dude, it was literally the perfect location for this. It was was. the perfect place to make sure that it happened and that it was contained and that, on top of that, all the destruction that happened was contained, right? Like it's so easy to stop the news from getting out of there. And they tried to stop it as much as they could. And some of the social media stuff got out and it, it's just, 
I think, again, I think what it comes down to this, along with any other scenario like it, because there's been, I mean, dude, Hecker, Heckler talks about it. Hecker, Heckler, whatever his name is. He talks yeah. about earthquakes, multiple earthquakes. Mm-hmm. And again, this is another thing that I deep dive in that same documentary, The Perfect Weapon. I talk about all the earth, the different earthquakes, the different hurricanes. I mean, dude, look at look at Katrina, right? Katrina happened, and most people don't realize this, but do you know what happened to gas prices after Katrina? Do you know what happened with the with the oil companies? They cashed out. Oh, Hard. Cash. Like go go six, yeah, yeah. Go look back at it, and then go look at. Then you want to really another deep dive, which again it's in that documentary, but Sandy. Right, that's Hurricane. right. Hit, that hit home. That, that guaranteed Obama's reelection. Mm-hmm. No it, question, it did. They, it's in it's in all the newspapers. It's in all the magazines. Everyone has said Hurricane Sandy and his response to it guaranteed uh, his reelection. And and um, that's what they do. They use these events, like and not just not just that. The 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 capture of Osama bin Laden. Um, you know, like, oh, yeah, we got him. No, we didn't see the body, you know, nothing, but we got him. <laughs> we got him, guys. <laughs> I, and then, you know, and then you just talk, like, why are people so susceptible to it? Then why why can't they see it? Why don't they realize? Why don't they realize it or or whatever? And it's like, you, you know, then you get into the, the predictive programming. Like, you have, you know, you have, uh, like, lasers, right? Well, mm-hmm. well, where did they use that? Where did they make it seem like lasers would be ridiculous to use? You can probably think about it right now. 90s babies know for sure. Independence Day? Star Wars Independence oh. Day. I mean, oh, well, some powers. Oh, yeah. Right? Like nobody. No <laughs> Laser beams. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's what they do. They, they put, what they do is they pair a possibility with an impossibility in Hollywood. And we oh, immediately yeah. think, well, it must be impossible. I, and it's only another, in the movies. Yeah, a great example for that too would be um, uh, freaking Avengers, right? The big purple god who snaps his, who who gets a bunch of jewels, snaps his fingers, and takes out half the population because he feels like he's called to do it. So where's the possibility? The possibility is that somebody in this world could absolutely believe that it's their mission and their calling to save humanity by depopulating the planet. That's a that's an absolute no, reality. Why wouldn't no. someone? able to believe that why wouldn't that be a possibility right right we're not saying it but it's written in the it was written in the georgia guidestones like there was some human being that spent a boatload of money to inscribe this in this 13 foot statue this gigantic statue that there should only be uh 500 billion people or uh, 500 million people in the world except in reality it's going to be an old man with glasses and tits all right yeah but then they pair it (laughs) then they pair it with the idea of well, but this person is a big purple god that snaps his fingers and does it, and so immediately people throw it out like, "Oh, it must be impossible." Well, they they they, they drop little hints like they even bring up in the Avengers. They bring up things like Operation Paperclip. They bring up these things that are very real. Predictive programming is very very much a part of what they do. Uh, they they virtually tell us that they're going to do it in in these movies. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually just watched a movie the other day with Angelina Jolie. It was fucking god awful. It was terrible. Which one? Uh, it was uh, do something to, uh, you wish me dead or not or something like that. I think it just came out, but it was with uh, I like the dude. He was uh, in the Punisher. Uh, what's his name? Uh, he's in Walking Dead too. Yeah, Bernthal. John Bernthal. Yeah, 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 I like him. He yeah, was yeah. in it, uh, but it was about wildfires. That's exactly what it was about. 
and how these wildfires are spreading like crazy, like out of fucking nowhere. And these lightning storms are just coming out of the sky, <laughs> blowing everything up and causing these fires. And the fire would just, you know, just move like crazy and catch everybody. It was, it was the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen in my, it was terrible. Like you know, it was you know. God awful. I highly recommend you don't watch it. I was so pissed off at the end of the movie. <laughs> well, I have, so have a, uh, I have a freaking, I have a qualm with Angelina Jolie because she ruined like my favorite book of all time. The the book Unbroken is probably one of the best books ever written. And it's one of the coolest stories ever. And, and that guy went through Zamperini is the main guy. He went through huh? like four concentration camps and, and the things that he endured are just absolutely insane. And then she made a movie and butchered it. And I'm like, bro, if there was ever a movie that needed to be three and a half hours long, it was that one. And you made it an hour and 20 minutes. Well, she made it or she was acting in it. Yeah. She directed it. And it was the, oh. first, it was the first movie she directed. And I was so, she sucks. She but sucks. Anyway, what I was going to say was dude, the number one example of predictive programming when it comes to all of this stuff. And I think it's super interesting. If you've ever watched it is house of cards. Oh yeah. Dude, Go I've watch never it. watched House of Cards, but oh, I've watched sure. it from well, twice. I've watched this. Watched it. And Dude. Kevin Spacey's very tied tied in the the elite. He's very much involved. Do such a good job of making it seem so theatrical that a presidency could be doing the things that the I forget what their names are. What are their names again? I haven't seen it for so the long. The Underwoods. Underwoods. They make it seem like it's so impossible that a presidency would ever do the things that the Underwoods go, that they would ever go to the lengths that they go. And it, dude, it, they literally go into those things. They literally go into weather manipulation. They go into the fact that the election's coming up. And so they got to create a false flag or they got to do this or they got to. And it's like yeah. the whole time you're watching, you're just like, oh my gosh, so many people are going to watch this and think, man, that's crazy. If that would ever happen. Oh well, yeah, uh, but it, it happens it, once you. And it's funny because once you once you see it, it in the movies, happens. once you see it, like once you figure it out that they put this stuff in the movies, you can't not see it. You can't unsee it anymore. Like it's impossible to enjoy a movie now and sit down and watch it and be like, oh, there's some more predictive program. Like here it is. They just throw it in your face at this point. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. So Ian, we could keep you here all night. I want to wrap up on on, on two things. One yeah. f- first. Um, cause we did do a little doom and gloom and I want to give some people some actionable steps, yeah. ways for them, ways for them to get involved, uh, and take action, uh, whether it's small or, or big, what do you think, uh, would be the best ways for some people to, to stand up for our freedom and fight for our freedom? Dude, I, I'm going to give you guys the smallest, but probably one of the most, uh, potentially impactful ways that we could make a difference. And it's this. Fly the American flag, man. Like, I, love it. I live, I live in a town that is extremely conservative. I live in in Idaho. I live in Eastern Idaho. You would think that every single person is is red blooded American out here, and they are for the most part, right? But dude, you want to know something? My truck is the only one that's always flying an American flag on it. It's the only one in all. T- I'll park in a parking lot. I'm the only one that's in the parking lot with a flag on the truck. Really. I'm the only one. People fly it at their house for sure. There's, you know, there's flags there, but not enough. I see flags but, all over Vegas. It, well, and here's the thing, dude. It's like, I just want you to guys to imagine for a second, right? Imagine that one out of every 10 people flew the American flag on their car. Oh, forget it. Especially around me. Imagine what that would do, man. Imagine that you pull into it because this is what it comes down to, right? I said this even when the masks were happening. Do you know how many people on that plane that you were on wanted to take the mask off? Most of them. Why didn't they take it off? Because they they, felt like no one else did. They felt like they were 
they would they would be a minority, whatever, yep. right? The mm-hmm. silent majority is the biggest problem that we have as far as the freedom movement goes. Okay, that's not a it's a it's a freaking the silent majority is it's not, not a flex. It's not a flex, bro. It's literally an insult, and you should yep. feel ashamed of yourself if you consider yourself part of the silent minority. Because you're a coward. A loud majority. Right. And believe it or not, something like flying the American flag every single day on your vehicle would make a massive difference in this country because that's what we need. We need to reinstill the pride of being an American. And, dude, people in other countries fly our flag more than we do. And no then question. We, we fly foreign countries' flags more. We need to counter that. How do you do that? Put the damn flag at your house. Put it uh, on your car. Yeah. I, I one out for, of every 10 people, dude. It would make one out of every 50 people would make I, a match. Have you, I'm sure you guys have, but I it was one of my favorite things to see when I drive through through neighborhoods is like when you turn down a street and all of a sudden like the majority of the houses have American flags sure. on their front porch or in their in front of their house. It's just a it looks awesome. Like just the neighborhood stands out. You're like, wow, that's really, really cool. And you need to we need to make being an American cool again, like being proud to be an American. Like people are, there's people that are ashamed to be American. They're ashamed to show, show pride in their country. Uh, whether it's because of this current state of affairs or whether it's because they believe the leftist agenda, they're still ashamed to be an American. Um, Alan, are you gonna say something? Just, uh, the flying the flag is, is, is so important. And a lot like my, just about my, my entire block flies a flag on their home. Right. And, uh, the problem is, in in our, in our country, the amount of people that attempt and go to great lengths to villainize the the American flag and sure. mainstream media. I mean, literally, you had that black reporter, your domestic who, terrorist, who happened to be on Long Island, who had to go out to, and 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 she was talking in this interview about how she felt unsafe <laughs> from all of these pickup trucks. With American flags flying from them. She sees mine. I mean, literally making it seem like if you're flying an American flag, it's the same thing like wearing a MAGA hat. You're, you're a domestic a domest- terrorist. Yeah. You're a you're you're a white nationalist. Now, I'm an American nationalist and I'm gonna fly my American flag. And and that's the thing though, that's that's the you know, that's the agenda that's been pushed. People just need to realize it and like yeah, like I said, put it up your house. But I mean, I focus on the vehicle in a big way because imagine if you were commuting in California and on the highway, one out of every 10 people had a flag. One out of every 50 people had a flag on their, on their car. Imagine seeing five cars with flags flying from them on a California highway, which is not something you'll see all the time, right? But imagine if you saw that every single day. It would make a difference. People would start to think, oh. hmm, maybe – you know, like it, it's again, but that's what they want. They want you to, to think that you can't do it because of this label or whatever. I mean, right. dude, my, the, the director of operations for my company now, um, she, she started as my personal assistant. Now she's director of operations. She quit her job as a 10 year teacher in Pennsylvania in Philly. Um, and, um, she, she told me that, so she would fly the, the flag on her truck all like on her suburban every single day. She told me that there were multiple times where she would be like uh, they would, the, the other teachers would turn her into the um, principal or the superintendent because they felt unsafe because the flag was on her truck. And it's like, that's what they want, right? Mm-hmm. These people are susceptible to it because they're just that naive and they're that brainwashed, but it's like, if everyone who actually 
is willing to fly the flag on their vehicle did it, that small act alone would make such a massive difference in this country. It, it would be, it would, it would, it would spread like a wildfire. I've asked a ton of people that question, what some actionable steps are interviewed a ton of really, really great people. And I think that was my favorite answer I've ever gotten. Uh, I think that's, that's something small that everybody could do. I think it makes it a massive impact. And I think it goes a long way. And this is why I'm very big and wearing, like I, I rock your gear all the time. Like I, it's funny. I'm, I'm a big jets fan. Uh, unfortunately, even though it, <laughs> even though it is bread and circus, I still, I still consume it to like, yes. just fuck off for a little bit. Um, yeah. And I went to watch the Jets game with my brother-in-law and I had my Jets hat on and I had one of your Patriot shirts on and we were playing the fucking Patriots. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, I was like, oh shit, I wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking about it. Uh, yeah. Go to official Patriot gear.com. Yeah. It's yeah. fuck. I love your gear, dude. I got to get a black hat. I got to order one. Uh, I like the black, um, but yeah, I rock I your shit. I rock your shit all the time, dude. And, and it, it starts up a conversation with people like even something as small as that wearing an American flag on your t-shirt, uh, you know, wearing something patriotic uh, around. It doesn't have to be official Patriot gear or any of our merch, like something that uh, you're proud to be an American. And it, it, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle on you should be proud to be an American, no matter yeah. what this is, this is our country. This is, uh, you know, the country that we're leaving for future generations and everybody should want to leave it better than when we found it. Uh, and you know, when you wear pa- anything patriotic or you fly an American flag, uh, it brings people like, I think people are scared to wear that kind of stuff or put it on their, on their vehicles because they're scared of vandalism, this, that, and the other, they don't want to lose their job. Like you were saying with the teacher getting, uh, ratted on by the other teachers. Oh, I like that one too. I've seen that I'm, one. I'm, that, I'm sho- that one's that, that a collab right with Ian. Oh, as, you guys, as you guys are talking, <laughs> I'm shopping. Alan's, Alan's buying some sh- <laughs> shopping. No, I mean, here, here's the thing, too. It's like, again, it's, it's going to be a little bit of plug for the business, but the plug the away, dude. Plug, like, I'm shopping on your fucking website well, live. Like, plug your business. Like, I, you know, I get the same hate that a lot of people get, right? Oh, you're a grifter. Oh, you're selling this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, nah. find me a better way to remind people of patriotism and mm-hmm. get people to be proud about being a patriot than putting it on chests and heads, tens of thousands of them, hundreds of thousands all over and the X, country. Yeah. All- Find me a better way to do that. And I'm all ears. And and the fact is our, our brand, our company is more than just a clothing company. It's it. I am it's not, a movement. it's not a political merch company. I want everybody to understand that we are not like these other companies. And I'm not talking down. I know there's a place for those, but we are not a company that's just creating political merch. This is, I, I, this will be the biggest lifestyle pro freedom apparel brand in the world in 10 years. Mark my word. I believe you dude. I just in the past couple of years, it's, what I've seen you grow and it's been awesome to watch, dude. Cause, cause it means more dude. Like people buy our gear because of what it stands for. Right. Our, we, mm-hmm. our message is very simple. It's patriotism is not partisan, right? It's, it's not exclusive Amen. to any person or race or religion or color or political party. Like patriotism is simply a label that anyone who loves their country, loves their people, wants the best for it and is willing to stand up for it gets mm-hmm. no matter what that's, that oh, is yeah. definitely. I, I say all I say all the time. There's so many people that hate everything that we believe in. Uh, they hate the term patriot. They hate it, and they have no idea that we're fighting for them as well. Like, like part of the, part of this fight is to help protect them and their children. Uh, 
whether it's because they're ignorant or unaware, but that that's what we're fighting for. Uh, we're fighting for everybody in this country. It doesn't matter what creed, what race, what pol- political party you're part of. And uh, that's why I said in the beginning that I, I, I think it, what you, what your brand is, isn't a brand. I think it's a movement. Yeah. Uh, I, I really do. I see it. Like, uh, it's, it's all awesome. like, I go everywhere, dude, anywhere I go, I see your gear. Like I'm just out and about. I see you. I see your stuff all of the time. Uh, I just ordered three shirts and two hats. So hurry the I'll, fuck up and ship it to me. Click, don't click check out yet though. Or do you already, I already did. I just did. I, I don't care. I don't want to save any money. I, I already I'm did. Gonna, I paid already. I'm going to throw something in there for you though, because this is the last thing I want to say about the brand. So, you know, there's, there's more meaning to it for me and it will be for you guys too. We are from New York, right? We experienced 9-11. Mm-hmm. One of the things I always talk about is the fact that on, on nine, even on 9-11, on 9-12, on the weeks that followed, the months that followed, regardless of why it happened, we all know that there's a lot of stuff behind that. But I'm just talking about the fact that it happened and what, what the result was. Guys, those days, those weeks, those months, we saw what it means when the country comes yes. together with, with mm-hmm. this true patriotism it didn't matter who you were standing next to it didn't matter if you were standing next to someone that had purple hair and black leather on or someone that was you know was wearing an american flag t-shirt and a a blue hat like it didn't matter all that mattered was we're americans we have a we have a common enemy we've been attacked and now it's time to stand up for each other and that that idea i if you look at the t-shirts and you go to this is what i'm going to send you guys I'm going to send you our 9-11 t-shirt. Um, it's one of our biggest drops every single year. It sells out super fast. This year I did a bunch of extra ones because I wanted to keep it in the store. But the 9-11 T, um, there's a statement on it that says United We Stood. And the reason why I did that is because I, I, I want people to remember it's, it's, it's United We Stand, but we stood united after, after no, 9-11. No question. And, and it's, and it was, and this is why, this is what people need to understand. This is what I'm getting at. This is why patriotism is being attacked guys, because just like we saw that unity, our enemies saw it too. And guess what? Our enemies are on our soil. Mm-hmm. And so what happens when we come together in a sense of true patriotism, when we realize and remember what real patriotism is, they know what that result looks like. Absolutely. And they don't want it, man. And, nope. and, and I'll be damned if I ever stop. Alan was a first responder that day. Uh, yeah, I worked that day. I lived. I lived through that entire time. I was a paramedic in the city. My ambulance was crushed. Nineteen friends dead. And, I, you uh, know, it's. I lived it. No, yeah. I. But but when I, it's funny that you say that. It's not funny, but it's it's crazy that you say that because you know when I think of nine eleven, even though it's my first rabbit hole that I ever really went down because it was so close. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are, that grew up that area that are like me and you. That's usually the first one. Yeah. Uh, you know, Building Seven is a gaping hole in their narrative. Um, but, and even a 14 year old kid could figure that out. Um, but I don't think of the events that happened on nine 11. Like that's when I think of September 11th, I don't, that's not what I think of. I think my, the one image that is burned in my brain from nine 11 is Sammy Sosa running out to center field first baseball game with two American flags over his head running out and just the crowd's reaction and the way everybody like he's, he's not, he was Dominican and, but it was just how everybody came together. It didn't matter where you were from, who you were about, what your background was. It, it was about the love of this country. It was about uh, coming together for something bigger than any one individual. Uh, and, and, and I agree with you. It was probably the most patriotic uh, time in, in, in American history, at least in our lifetime. 
And I remember the candlelit vigil. That's the yes. number one thing that's burned into my brain is, is the candlelit vigil because every single person was standing arm in arm, hugging, crying, but like together. And, and, mm-hmm. and what I, I want to end on, that is what they don't want. No kidding. Nope. That is nope. what has the power to unite us. That's what has, when I talked about the good and the evil, that's what has the power to actually make us aware of the evil and they are doing everything they possibly can sure that we yep. don't figure that out. And so that's what I think my, the tides are turning in. That's what this is about, man. That's, that's, that's what all of us need to fight for, man, because amen, we don't have a chance if we can't. No. I, and I think the tides are turning. People are seeing it, whether it's with big pharma, whether it's with their diet, whether it's with, uh, uh, politics, people are seeing through the nonsense and the tides are turning and people are, I think, getting involved more than ever. And part, partly because of movements like official Patriot gear, uh, you're giving, you're giving power to the people, uh, and giving them, uh, that extra, whether it's confidence or courage to speak up and stand out. It's amazing to see. And, uh, I do want to close out on one, one last thing because we did bring it up twice and, uh, it was, we brought up the founding, you brought up the founding fathers earlier. And in this movie I was watching last night, uh, there was a picture, a portrait of the first president of the United States, George Washington. <laughs> and he had very dark skin in the portrait, in the painting. So me and Alan have been going down this rabbit hole. Alan's the one who brought this up. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask you this again. Do you know any white person, anybody with the last name of Washington? <laughs> male, white male, white male, can't be a female, white male with the last name of Washington. Do you know anybody? No, we've all been. So duped. Alan, Alan's got Alan's got money on the table for someone to show a birth certificate with a white Washington. We have no photos. It was all paintings. It was all paintings. But there is no. I, there's no. And and Jefferson as well is crazy. His only known great living descendant is a black kid. Right? Huh? The, the, the founding fathers were black. We were all duped. George Washington was black. He black. That was it. That's it. So we're trying to find a white person because, like, there's no way he was the only Washington that had a name that had the last name Washington. Like, there's no way if he was a white Washington, there had to have been others. That's so funny. Nobody can find any. You can't find it. We're we're like you have a huge platform. We're hoping maybe you can find a white Washington because we can't find one. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) None. None. It just doesn't exist. We've Googled it. Doesn't doesn't exist. And if you, you know, Google they, it, it tells they, you it's the blackest name in America. They talk about, you know, writing history and fake history and what they want to teach you and what they don't want to teach you. Yo, this is so funny. Are you ready for this? I just Googled. I, <laughs> I, just, I just Googled where was George Washington from? Okay. Uh-huh. Maybe you give me like, I, I mean, I know where he's from, but I want to see if he would give me different origins or something on Google. Look at this. This is the first image that comes up. Oh, you can't see it. Wait, can you oh, see yeah, it? It was, it was, a, little it was it a little. No, it just, and it just oh, no. focused. Uh, no. What did you Google? Yeah, Alan will bring it up. What did you Google exactly? Google. Oh, there you go. You see, ah. It's a black that, guy to the left. It's a black guy. You wrote, where is George Washington from? Yeah, just Google where is George Wa- where was George Washington from, and look at the first image that comes up. But Thomas Jefferson as well. So apparently, 
uh, he had kids with his white wife and his, and had kids with a slave, but his only known living descendant is this guy who's black. He's a black dude. Interesting. But and I don't know any white dudes is the last name of Jefferson either. That's weird. Jackson, we figured out. No images came up. Okay, it just comes up. Westmoreland County, Virginia. None Wait. of those images that were just on your phone came up. That's the weirdest thing, and I'm on hit Google. It, hit images. Yeah, hit images. Hit images. No, it's just all George Washington. Hold on. This is all that came up for images. That's weird that that, and then... Yes. Oh, well, here, here's the, here's, so I looked up the origin of the last name Washington. This is what it says. The name itself is a name of origin, refers to place names in England, such as Washington, Tyne, and, uh, Tyne, I think that's like that, and where, uh, in which the ancestors of George Washington are said to have come. The word became a surname in 1183. William Day, Day Hartburn took the name William Day Washingtona. So I wonder if we got any British, British people in the audience that, might know why i think that's our best bet is to find an english i'm just you know i'm gonna call raheem kassam tomorrow and ask him what he thinks yeah Yeah, call raheem and find out ask him and ask him to see if if, because uh, i think we're on to something here i think george washington might have been black this says how i'm not gonna read this entire thing but there's one article that says how washington became the blackest name in history yeah Yeah. (laughs) like what's it that's it. Yeah, it's that's interesting. I but I can't why I don't know why your images aren't coming up though. Cause so mine came up with people also searched for. That's oh, where that's why. So George Carver Washington, I'm guessing, showed up. Oh probably. Go. Oh, there it is. Oh yeah. Is that George Carver Washington? You see that? Yes. Yeah, I see it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's no, black. It's George. Yeah. From yeah. I'm we didn't Missouri. land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock <laughs> landed on us. <laughs> George Washington is black. I, we can't find it. We're trying to find somebody. All we need is a white male with the, the last name Washington. It'll debunk the whole theory. I've been asking this for so long. Here's the thing, though. Could, could uh, and this is what I don't know, but could, could black people be part of the Freemasons at that time? Because George Washington was the high Mason. Like, he was the yeah, Freemason. Yes. The I don't know. High. I have no idea. But I... It, Here's the thing, like what we're told, like what we're told in history, we know isn't always true, isn't always the full truth. And all we have is paintings. I mean, dude, he definitely there. There's all kinds of stuff with the Freemasons about him being. Oh, no, he's definitely in a Freemason. I know. I know he was a Freemason. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he wasn't a Freemason. I'm saying much different than people think they were, by the way. The Freemason Freemasons have changed over the last, you know, decades or centuries or whatever. People don't have a clue what Freemasonry actually is, but yeah, he and, was the master mason. And mm-hmm. Freemasons are, it, it, it's very big and popular in black communities. Like I know there are, I didn't, enti- yes, there, mm-hmm. so there are entire cigar clubs, okay, that are based and, and predominantly black members of these cigar clubs, and they're all Freemasons. They're hmm. all in the trades and they're and all the first ever slave owner was a black guy, Anthony Johnson. Yeah. Fine. George Washington's black. Michelle Obama's got a dick. I mean, Mike! It's, Bro, it's, Mike, Michael definitely has a dong. Um, oh, uh, no question. No they, question. He, I think he's going to enter the race, too. Hey, I've, you already know where I stand with that one, dude. Yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think there's a reason they've been, they've been prepping society to get to a point where they're going to get, you know, they're going to demonize anybody that goes against the transgender agenda. I mean, oh, no question. Would be the perfect. 
And what's interesting is 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 Barack Obama's hanging out in California at swanky restaurants, and she's in Italy snorkeling with Tom Hanks and hanging out on Steven Spielberg's two hundred and fifty million dollar yacht, or probably you know guiding her and talking her into looking like a dude. Very interesting, looking like a dude. What the hell? Where are these guys going? We're just like like. Now they're got, now they're diving into the pedophile stuff. It's, it's, it's and now they're all over it, the place. George Washington's black. Michelle it, Obama's it, got a dick. It, Tom Hanks is fucking kids. It, What's going on? Yes. Hey, bro, we'll be here for another three hours. I know, no, I know. No, Ian, no, we can no, literally, we can literally keep you here all I night. Can't. We we definitely got to do this again. Maybe we'll get you on a Freedom Friday because on Freedom Friday we 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 tend to go a little longer sometimes. Uh, we'll do like four hour shows on Friday. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes you fucking just go into it. <laughs> I got three hour show. Right? How long have we been doing here? Uh, well, if we didn't well, get we cut off at we, nine, so about two hours, we're on two yeah, hours. We're about two hours because of the, the technical delay. It would be two and a half hours if right. not for the tech, but we've been on here for two and a half hours, but yeah, Ian, we, we could literally keep you here all night. Go to official Patriot guys, pick up some merch. Yes. Uh, it, it is oh. awesome Wear it, it makes a statement. You'll, you'll make some friends. Yeah. Uh, it, the, if, for what it is, it's, it's dope. I rock Like I rock it all the time. I ordered some and you, huh? Another thing people need to like, you're not buying a freaking hundred percent cotton t-shirt guys. You're not going to get a t-shirt in the mail that you're never going to wear again. Like a lot of these other brands. Right. No, they're comfortable, dude. I wear them all the time. Quality stuff. That's going to last you forever. It's going to fit good. Um, it's all unisex. So, you know, we got kids stuff. It's, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, I got, th- I got three shirts and a hat and I wear them all of the fucking time. I just bought but, one for the wife. So you know, she'll, she'll be happy. You didn't get me a shirt. And I got your fucking shirt this time. <laughs> Shut up. It is. Everybody that loses their mind about American made while you're on your Chinese cell phone, that's fine too. We have an American made collection. Go ahead and, try and grab some American t-shirts. If you, you were want. able to find American. I did, bro, I found, and, and I, I mean, I can't, obviously I can't do the entire brand. I just can't, bro. It's no, like, it's too expensive. Not only is it too expensive, but it, a lot of the stuff is terrible. Like it's just yes. not quality stuff. And so um, what we did was we, you know, it all started with the two t-shirts. It all started with the green t-shirt black t-shirt and i saw i thought like what better way than to just offer those as an american-made option as as we move because obviously that's my goal i want to eventually take everything in house i want to have my own freaking manufacturer right but we're six people right now yeah there's a process slowly but surely slowly but surely it'll happen it'll happen yeah building building a brand building a business is not easy i'm currently doing it with the cigar company i'm a year in and it's like it's a constant hustle building it building it yeah, man. Official Patriot so. gear and a uh, my Patriot cigars. <laughs> yeah. Lots of Patriots over here. Wear your Patriot of... shirt while you're smoking your Patriot cigar, and you'll be all right. Yeah. You'll Absolutely. be fucking winning. Uh, but yeah, Ian, right. uh, appreciate you coming on. Give Ian a follow. I Wenster. Uh, yep. Follow him on Rumble. Follow him on all of his social media platforms. You're on. You're not on Twitter. I couldn't find you, dude. Are you not on Twitter? Twitter. I am, but I, I'm not active on Twitter. Okay, and I couldn't find you. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, I'm, I'm most active on Instagram and yeah. now so like, that's, that's where that's, you want to follow our company page on Instagram, the official, yeah, page. the official Patriot gear, check them out Ian, Ian, it was awesome. I can't wait to check out more of your deep dives. We definitely can't make it uh, this long from the last show. You got to come back sooner than later. That was a, yeah. that was a blast dude. Ginger beard, ginger beard to ginger beard. Much, res- much, much, much respect, dude. Respect. Thank uh, you. Appreciate. You huh? Yeah, thank, I, I just said I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me, man. It was fun.
Anytime, dude. Make sure you check out Ian's stuff. Go to officialpatriotgear.com. Shout out to our sponsors, My Patriot Cigars. Go to mypatriotcigars.com. Get yours today. Code WPRUSA gets you 25% off. Can't forget our friends over at Kush Creams. Go to kushcreams.com. And Sirius CBD, the number one CBD on the planet. Go to getseriouscbd.com. Ian, it was a blast. Alan, get fucked. We'll be back on Friday. I'll throw, out, I'll throw out something for you guys too. Shoot, uh, let's see it. You, uh, let's see. What's give me like a code? Give me a discount code. I'll throw a discount code out for you guys. For everybody, uh, that- hey, James. I, I usually go. I usually go WPR USA because it's easy. Okay, um, WPR USA will get you uh, temper or fifteen percent off of your order. Awesome. Put in code WPR USA at checkout. You get fifteen percent off your uh, your Patriot tees, hats, any of your official Patriot gear. Check it out. I fuck. I wear. I wear them all the time. You see me on the show. I wear them on the show regularly. Yep. Uh, I, Ian's, Ian will catch me doing a guest spot. He's like, "Yo, you're always representing respect." I appreciate. <laughs> I'll wear. I'll wear them on my morning show. I do a morning show yeah. every morning. So, not crap. Like it's quality stuff. That's no, it why is. Every day, you're gonna wear it every day. Now, even the hats, like that. When I when I was when I was making a ton of merch, I couldn't find a hat that I that I felt was good enough. The hats are are really well made. Uh, like I like how the Patriot really pops out off the, off the hat. It's really nice. So go to a fish. All right, just wear it. Don't fuck it. All right. Jeez, I'm gonna I'm nice gonna massage. I'm it. gonna massage its balls a little longer, <laughs> Alan. Just give it a little gargle. Give it a little gargle. I really but, like this hat. Ian, 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 I appreciate much huh? on massage balls. What? <laughs> I said I wanted you to leave that review on my website. I love the hat so much. <laughs> I will massage yeah. Ian's balls. <laughs> Done. I'll five stars. <laughs> the hat is so great. I use it to massage my balls. I love it. That that is. It's fucking. I'll put it. Great. I'll put a review on after the show. But uh, Ian, it's been a blast. We'll do this again soon. Uh, go go check out my man on Rumble and check out official Patriot gear. Alan, get fucked. We'll be back on Friday, guys. Until next time, where we go, one we go all. See ya.